0: To see for yourselves, one of the most amazing events.
1: When is this great experiment been made? Impervious to heat, impossible to move. Is it human or inhuman? Yes. Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It's time for the Beaky Drummy Podcast. Bye.
2: Hello and welcome to the Geeky Burby Podcast. Joining me today, Mr Keith Bloomfield.
1: Hello again, Ryan.
2: Mr Lee Hayden-Price. Full name? Hello. Yes. Ms Laura Craven. Do you do have a middle name, Laura? Yes. Do you want to tell us what your middle name is? No. Guy, do you have a middle name?
3: I don't, but can we guess Laura's? <laughs>
2: Keith, do you have a middle name before we start? Because I don't have a middle name. Yes. By the way, it's just Mr Ryan well, Keith too. is
3: sexy Bloomfield, so we, we, we know that.
2: <laughs> uh, does it start with an A to J? Or is it in the second half of the alphabet. Start with an S
4: It's really not that exciting (laughs) Sarah I'm just being awkward now
1: Marie
4: No You you wanted to guess this Kim Um,
2: (laughs) guy Vera No Winifred
4: No, that'd be cool (laughs) Magda No
1: Margot
5: Tabitha
3: No Sharon No
5: Tracy. No. <laughs> if we're going down that route. <laughs> then... Sadly not.
3: Sonia. <laughs> no.
5: Roger. Steve McFadden.
4: <laughs> yes, yes, it's Steve McFadden.
2: <laughs> Laura Steve McFadden. Great. All one yeah. word.
4: Yeah, all one word.
1: Or was it just Steve? <laughs> Steve.
2: Come on.
4: Rose. That's a nice name. I
1: was going to say Rose, but thought that's far too that kind was, of like Doctor Who. In
2: that was my maternal grandmother's middle name. She was June Rose Parks. She was born in June.
1: Uh, it's a good solid name. Yes,
2: that's a proper name. Anyway, how are we all this week, Laura? What have you been up to? to start us off.
4: Uh, I've been to the cinema a lot. Standard. Um, I've been in traffic even more than I've been in the cinema, and I interviewed somebody that will hopefully appear on the podcast at some point when I learn to edit.
2: 20 second film reviews what have you seen what was worth watching
4: Uh, not a lot to be honest Uh, Mary Queen of Scots feels like um, the film that you should just watch Rain the series because that's slightly more entertaining Um, Beautiful Boys Alright what else have I seen Uh, The Favourite I've seen three times this month you should just definitely go and see that uh Guy seems to know more about what I've seen at the cinema than I do. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I think Guy needs, knows more about who you've seen at the cinema. Yeah.
3: Oh, your picture, your picture! Oh, it was such a good picture. The little. Uh, let's face it. I showed. I showed my boss, and we both agreed he's a goblin.
4: Sorry, mate.
3: Sorry if you listen to the show. Sorry if you like our show. But yeah, you you are the cinema goblin. Who are you? What are you doing there? now we both went to go see Mary Queen Scott we didn't go together but we both went and saw the same screening on different days I went at 10 past 5 on Tuesday you went at 10 past 5 on Wednesday did you see him going into the film stood by the ice cream counter no he
4: was stood by the ice cream counter informing the man that checks your ticket that he had a new film to watch in 2 hours
3: Oh my god! So he's so he's a film goer then. So he's not yeah. at work. Oh my god! That's new evidence.
4: Yeah. And, and I saw him go into a screening once.
2: Wow. Yeah. Do you think he lives at the cinema? Do you think like when they put the lights off, he's just stood
3: behind one of the giant cardboard stands and slides out? Well, I, I he was talking to one of the guys in the cinema. When I was there. So he was there when we went in. He was there when we left. Bag, coat on. You know, kicking by his feet. Well, he's talking to this guy, and this guy gives him a phone number, so we're going to look at something on the touch screen. So I don't know what's been going on there. But I, honestly, I think to myself, because he's always by the ice cream counter, so I'm thinking to myself, if you've got a shift on the ice cream counter, God, you must be screwing Like I don't want it. I do not <laughs> yeah. want to work on the ice cream counter. Right. 37 flavours and the goblin.
1: <laughs> this, is, this is World of Cine, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah, so yep, it is. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So next time you've got a Meerkat Wednesday guy on your unlimited card, I'll, I'll, you can take me to go and see a film. And I, if he's there I will go and ask him I will engage in conversation and ask all about him for you on your behalf
4: but why would you ruin our fun
1: but the, I'll know but I just won't tell you
4: <laughs> can you tell me but not tell guy
1: oh yeah I could okay.
4: do that I mean
3: like I feel like if I ask the staff is it rude to ask who he is or will they just be like oh, do you know what he's a nightmare like who are you contact us we want to know who you are see <laughs> ah.
2: crime watch now we turned into
3: I, honestly it's like
4: He's always there, he's
3: always there Like you know exactly how I feel And he's just, it's just the ambiguous nature Of like, why is he there, why, why, why Do
4: you know though, I had a, a slightly Weird moment, though, the fact that We're always like, he's always there Do you think he's thinking the same about us? Oh yeah,
3: definitely, like, yeah like he would rec- I think he'd definitely recognise me because I've got a check coat and long hair. <laughs> it's like, I'm like who's noticeable. that? Who's that like long-haired, greasy man? <laughs> He's got long, greasy hair. So I
2: mean, I no, that's you playing a one-upmanship game. <laughs> like, is he going to start coming in in a check
3: coat? I, I I, I, you know, I just feel that like, like we need to go and investigate undercover, investigate, report on him
4: because <laughs> we're so well known. They might know who we are. <laughs>
2: undercover you're going to like go in like when it's like little kids trying to sneak in instead you're going to like wear a giant overcoat with all his head sticking <laughs> on <up the> top. <laughs> I'd like Want some ice cream please? Please. guys Muppet Man <laughs> anyway what was your film of the week then
4: oh uh, I watched a brilliant film and by brilliant I mean it was pretty naff uh, Ryan already knows because I think I kind of live tweeted it to him um, I watched Flood from 2006-2007
2: uh, this this has an all-star cast.
4: This ha- it does. Uh Tom Hardy plays a London underground worker. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh Poirot is the deputy prime minister. Which one?
2: The the only one. David Brand, Suchet. On, there's multiple names. No, there's, there's only David Suchet. Yep. Branner And then no, now there's own, there's there is only David Suchet.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh I'm um, beg to differ because oh. it's David uh Peter Eustonoff oh, yeah, is the only Poirot.
2: Bobby Carlyle.
4: Yeah. Yep.
1: Like. Who the hell's Bobby Carlyle?
4: Robert
1: Robert Carlyle. Oh right, okay. Robert Stiltskin
4: <laughs> uh, managed to keep his clothes on. A guy called Pip
2: Torrens as well, who's my favourite picture face of anybody who's in it.
4: Is he the villain? Well, like,
2: the, the villain's water and this? <laughs> I've seen action. him in other
1: stuff, actually. Yeah,
4: it's highly implausible. Um, you know this entirely because the national media focuses on something that happened in Scotland before it might affect London. <laughs> that's um, how you know it's fictional. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know. Um,
2: you know Hurricane Heist, which we all kind of watched and then wish we hadn't? Mm-hmm. Imagine that, but in 2007 with the British
3: cast. Right.
4: Oh, but it gets even better. If you watch it on Amazon Prime, you don't watch the film. You watch the two-part episode, which is like twice as long. Oh, God.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
4: It was amazing.
2: But Basically, it's a film about a lot of waters heading towards Britain. Oh, what do we do?
4: Uh, not Britain. Most of Britain is fine. Just London. Just sir. London and a bit of Scotland. Maybe <laughs> Newcastle. They're How does to... that
1: work geographically?
4: Something about, like, down the side, I don't know, like, I was mainly, like, questioning whether we were going to get a shot of, like, Birmingham as the new capital. <laughs> Never going to happen, it'll be
2: Manchester, even though that's probably flooded.
5: No, it'll start a civil war, it'll just be Birmingham versus Manchester deciding who the new capital is.
4: Uh, that might have made a better film to be honest.
2: Yeah. Five Michelin stars on our flag. <laughs> going Four. Four. We cap Peels, it's close enough, it's West Midlands.
4: The people of Solihull are not going to be happy
2: with you. They have a Birmingham postcode. Deal with it, people of Solihull.
3: I uh, I do have a question for you as someone who went to go see Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. Now, let's face it, the film was turd.
4: Again. I watched well, however many series of Rain there was, that was definitely more enjoyable.
3: So, like, have
2: they released Mary Queen of Scots to come off the back of the favourite, thinking if the favourite sold out, people come and watch this costumey drama? No, they've
4: been, they've been like pushing this one for a while. It has been joked at what will Margot Robbie do to win the Oscar next?
3: So, there was a. I didn't enjoy it, but there was one particular bit I did, but I, I nearly laughed out of that. It's uh, Tenant's character, John Knox, is it?
4: Oh yeah, but he's quite an interesting character if you're a giant nerd and know a lot about the cheaters and spirits.
3: <laughs> so he's, he's preaching. Oh, he preaching. He didn't do a lot, but preach. He's just mainly in a church preaching. But at one point, he's preaching, and there's a shot of uh, a man watching, and there's a little boy in the background who puts on the most weirdly like he's been told to look like shocked and surprised by the news and rumours he's hearing. But he's like eyes are wide open, and his mouth slightly open, and he's like ooh, ooh, like that. So the news is kind of, like, yeah, mate. Honestly, like you have. Messed up your big opportunity here, like, <laughs> but I found that to be the best moment of the slightly small-shocked boy.
2: Is it slightly small-shocked boys with you in becoming a film trope kind of thing? Because you said that for *It's a Wonderful Life*, your favourite bit was the small boy tugging <laughs> on, the, on the on the coat. Oh, the birthday, yeah. Yes. Well, no, I just find like, Is it like the small boys in film with Guy Halford. That, that's right actually it.
3: probably an, an, sorry about that title. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> <for> that, Ryan. <laughs> thanks. Uh, uh, I'll see him in court um, <laughs> yeah. No I just found, I found that to be the funniest bit Like he really overacted what was basically Just to look a bit shocked
4: uh, Mine was the prosthetic nose
3: <laughs> Yes it, it was not a good film
4: It's alright but you're not going to miss anything By not seeing it
3: I would like to call it the things you do for love
4: uh, I'd like to call it wearing or well, Being able to see pretty Tudor Stewart style dresses <laughs>
1: <laughs> or Harley Quinn goes Scotland.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, she doesn't.
2: Is she going to be the next Leonardo
3: DiCaprio with no Oscar wins for forever?
4: I mean, I feel like we've got an opening. Yeah. She could be it.
3: Did um, did you find it like Guy Pearce really sounded like the X Factor voice man as well? I really think you should uh, take action Elizabeth like it was really like Elizabeth and the day.
4: it was yeah it was a little bit like every time we got to like the Privy Council scene it was like yes we've got that voice <laughs> it was
1: so who was Queen Elizabeth in it?
4: Margaret
1: okay. all right,
2: okay he was Mary Queen of Scots
1: yeah. Sir Ronan oh right Okay, I got confused there completely. See,
2: so I always thought that was Soyres, Rudin. It were wrong. It's yeah. how it's spelt? Yeah, I had no,
5: no idea how that name was pronounced. No way
2: is that say Sersha. Sorry. I saw it, <laughs> knew it was an Irish name, and went, is this?
5: this is not pronounced how I think it is. That's, <laughs> that's all Irish names. Exactly. They are pronounced completely
1: different to what they look like.
4: Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to bring a list of Irish names, get you to pronounce them next time.
1: I'm <laughs> alright with a few. Like Rory and mm. things like that The but first that time I encountered
5: on. the name Siobhan I heard it separately to seeing it spelt Thought they were two separate names <laughs> And then when I learnt that they were the same name It was just a revelation I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, It's uh, spelt Siobham
4: it, It's my cousin's name and when I'm writing it I, write, I write, say it in my head Siobhan, otherwise I will spell it wrong. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like Sinead and all the rest of them isn't it?
4: Aoife, Ashley yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: God. So, uh, I had a colleague fun. called Eilish and That one I could spell because it was E-I-L-I-S-H That makes sense to me Eilish and We called her Eyelash of course Because that's what you do But most Irish names I'm like
3: You funny bunch of work jokers you It's
5: funny you mention uh, the name Aoife There's a games yeah. journalist called Aoife Wilson And there's sometimes she'll get comments On videos saying like oh, Who are her hipster parents giving her that stupid name And it's like it's an <laughs> Irish name <Yeah. laughs>
2: It's like when you get Yoin are you going quick? Yes.
4: Yeah, I I can't really say anything. I suggested an Irish name for my niece, so yeah, I've, it's an easy to like see and spell name, so it's fine. Patrick. <laughs> Ted.
1: <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Bishop Brennan. <laughs> Anyway, Lee, what? Been up to? <laughs> I think we got <laughs> <side> <laughs> yes.
5: Lee, what have you been up to this week? Uh, uh, not not lot. I've just been going through like some of my gaming backlog and getting very hooked on Dishonored, which is a game that I didn't play when it first came out. But uh...
2: how dishonorable of <laughs> <are> you! <laughs> so, I have a big issue with stealth them up games because mm. it's kind of like I'll do the stealthy, stealthy bit for the first twenty minutes. Then as soon as I get a Lord alerted, alerted any you of know, I stab, I stab stab
5: stab. I love stealth stuff. I don't know what it is. I just like the sort of way of kind of handling the combat encounters in a more puzzly sort of way, mm-hmm. kind of manoeuvring around and trying to stay out of sight. Um, yeah, that's why I can't play
2: the Hitman games because it's mm. just like if everybody's dead, then there are no
5: witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I yeah, Hitman's. I think the one that I can't get into. I've tried and I just can't get into it. But.
4: Is, is that <laughs> like presumably you have to keep somebody alive to pay you? Nah.
5: Not in the area, like you're paid, in the Hitman games I think you're paid by like an external agency who's hired you to do a hit kind of Basically, thing. Basically,
2: like in any Hitman game, currently with the modern ones, it's like an episode, so it'll start with you turning up at the location of where the mm-hmm. target is.
5: So it'd be like, for instance, like a mansion or with a, a party going on, and your target's at this party, and you've got to try and sneakily take them out.
4: Why can't you just kill everyone? And you could. You <laughs> okay. I basically stopped playing computer games after Theme Hospital. So <laughs>
2: I, I have loved the memes online recently of the hit, latest Hitman game with the suitcase. Oh, the,
5: been... the briefcase is amazing. It's, it's a homing cool. briefcase. Um, it it was, was a bug in the game originally. Yeah.
2: It's basically if you threw a suitcase, you could like knock somebody up by throwing
5: the suitcase. But it would follow it your targets. It. <laughs> so, like, you'd run around the corner of the suitcase and be like.
4: Do, 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 Does it also make its way back to you? Because that would be no, pretty cool No, it doesn't. Oh.
5: But uh, it was a bug, and then they left it in because it was just so funny that they just were like, we're keeping that. I think even in the patch notes, they addressed that, like, we've improved its targeting or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
2: The
4: so it's even more homing than yes. it was before. Amazing!
1: I want to play it now, yeah. it's just to get that.
4: I'm willing to forgive bloated head syndrome's lack of inclusion in this game for it.
2: So, how's Dishonored on its revisit?
5: Um, it was. It was. Um, it's one that I hadn't played before, so I was discovering it for the first time. Um, sometimes it got very frustrating, but it's great that you can just create as many save slots as possible. I think yeah. I had like twelve. Save slots or something. And that was just like moving through a room. <laughs> um Cause but... I remember
2: all the marketing for it. It was basically a bloke with a clockwork face and it was mm-hmm. like, this is weird.
5: Yeah, it's kind of like if you <coughs> took like Thief, the really old Thief game, yeah. crossed it with Bioshock and Half Life, and it just that's kind of what it is. Um so it's got it's like this sort of very steampunky Victorian world, but it's all unique, uh, it's all original stuff. Um ...slightly Lovecraftian in places as well... ...like the the whales that they get a lot of the, the power from the oil from... they, ...you see these whales occasionally... ...and they've got like tentacles and things like this... ...and you're just like, okay, these are weird... ...but there's this... ...it does like... ...there's lots of weird little details and stuff that... ...you can... ...you've got to... ...on one mission you can interrogate someone... ...to try and find out some information... ...but you can also steal his invitation to a party... And a later mission is that party. And if you've stolen his invitation, when you walk in, the bouncer will say to you, oh, someone was, we've had to kick out an imposter. And you'll find the guy that you stole the invitation from, he's, like, complaining because they won't let him in the party. And there's li- just little things like that that will change as you, depending on what you do in each level. Nice. So.
2: Interesting. Probably on for Dirt Cheap on Steve now, actually. Probably, yeah. Worth picking up. I
5: played the old PS3 version. So. Yes.
2: And you did bump into uh, geeky Britney favourite, Mr. David
5: Massey. Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> Brahmanwar, or How many
3: Ah,
5: oh, I, I think I lost count. Um,
3: was was he was he at a chocolate shop book shop?
5: It was at event. It was at uh, Tilt. Did he
3: have a backpack? Uh,
5: Love you, Dave. I didn't see the backpack, but he probably oh my God. he probably did. There were a lot of people in this okay. in this place. So <laughs>
1: Did you throw a suitcase at him? No, I didn't <laughs> did not.
5: Didn't have like one to throw in you a suitcase at him? <laughs> every time he said fantastic, yes. <laughs> I think we should just get
2: like a little Pavlov's dog bell around his neck for every time fantastic rings. Ryan, right, you're digging
5: yourself a whole because
3: he's going to listen to this and send you an
4: angry text message. I should. hope you do, Dave. You <laughs> did him not, last time. I think we should play the Dave Massey drinking game. <laughs> we did, and we got told off for it.
2: <laughs> there is actually officially Dave Massey drinking game rules that we drew up. He's gonna get
4: mental at
5: you. <laughs> he wasn't very happy with the day Mercy drinking he? I'm pretty sure he does listen to the show, doesn't he? he? Does. Okay.
4: <laughs> it's all meant with love. Yes, it is.
2: Yep. I think yeah. it was. What was it? A full shop for every time you mentioned the chocolate shop.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about the bookshop? Three fingers. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Keith, what have you been up to this week? He's been. In a, he's been working in a chocolate shop. <laughs>
1: A bookcase. No, <laughs> <laughs> just a bookcase. <laughs> I've been, I've been reconstructing a bookcase. Uh, have you been um, recreating
3: Interstellar
2: just to find a bookcase, pushing? No, books on people. I wish. Um, that's what they should do at Waterstones when you like browsing the shelves. Someone be behind. We recommend this one. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: just falls into your hands. I know. Okay. I'd buy more books from Waterstones, and that's a problem because I already buy too many books from Waterstones.
4: You can never buy too many books.
5: It's true
1: as long as they bring you joy that's fine mm. um now i've just been doing some kind of home decorating well not me personally but <laughs> sorting out oh, a front room oh, oh this is a so right <laughs> so i took we emptied out a room and now i'm just gradually putting everything back but in a slightly better way so just rebuilding bookshelves that i built myself from scratch and uh, like I've got to do all the kind of
0: being like from an Ikea flat no from, <laughs> from
1: timber I bought from a shop and shelves that I've built with. well that's all not the from it.
2: scratch then I expected you to be cutting the tree down I
1: didn't cut the tree down
4: growing the tree yes. you nurturing know, it from a sapling yeah.
1: you, I skipped that bit because that takes quite a long time have
4: you been wearing a white vest on your tool belt no oh.
1: no it's not some that's kind of just it's, for you guys. it's not some kind of strange oh, fetish thing for you guys <laughs> um So, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of... Oh, no,
3: I dropped my nails on the
4: floor. Have you seen PG porn? No. No. (laughs) I want to.
2: This is what what, uh, James Gunn did before Gardens of the Galaxy.
4: Uh, So there's an episode. (laughs) It's called Nailing Your Wife. It's brilliant. You have to watch it. It (laughs) is basically James Gunn doing... He basically made porn films without the porn element, so it's just it's the awful like the acting.
2: But he got all of his Hollywood friends in it. So you'll have like Vince Vaughn turn up, or uh,
4: Nathan Fillion's in it. So, yeah. so is this
5: a case of like the plumber shows up and then does some plumbing? Yes, basically.
4: <laughs> it oh sounds no. amazing. Nailing your wife has a shock ending. Yes, I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. I, yes. I feel like you just have to watch. I'm it. I'm going
1: to go and find that. And yes, and do that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how I'm going to just reconnect all of the various. Electrical boxes back up so that they're not got cables everywhere because it was a mess behind the TV. Well, it's not actually behind the TV because the TV's on the wall, so it's a mess underneath the TV. I need to redo it. Cabling routing. Well, I've got a. I bought some like Velcro thing that you can get from Currys and some other bits and pieces. I'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Uh, And then I went to see a Dragon Ball movie in the middle of the week at a cinema.
3: Dragon Ball Broly. Broly. Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yeah. No, it's Broly.
1: Broly. It's only got broly. one L, it's Broly. But I went to the, I went to the new Lux with all the fancy seats, and I was like, nah. I, I think we were the only people in there that didn't have their feet up like we were in our, like we were in our front rooms. It's,
2: all I can ever think of is The Simpsons, bed goes up, bed goes down, bed goes up, bed goes down.
1: Yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't that comfortable, actually. My kind of local flea pit was a lot more comfortable. I don't think I could sit there for a three-hour movie.
2: Why were you watching a Dragon Ball Z movie in the first place?
1: Uh, I got asked to go Dubai. by my son Okay, so we went which is kind of crazy
2: was it 45 minutes of in the last film followed by 10 no not
1: really was like, it was 15, it was 15 minutes. minutes of something you won't understand if you haven't watched any of the Dragon Ball movies and then it was like an hour and a half of fighting and screaming
2: did they
5: talk There's, about power levels and like oh yeah, start yeah. having lightning coming out? They had head. special.
1: They had new uh, special things that they could detect power levels of everybody on it. Yeah,
5: I was going to ask how much of the movie was them just yelling.
1: It was ninety percent screaming, powering up, just while yelling, yelling. Yeah. And, yeah, and
4: doing that thing where they kind of and then the thing
1: and just exploding in various different colors of flame. Mm-hmm. So I think it goes. I think it goes blue, red. And uh, then else, what little
2: level. I watched of Dragon Ball, I know the hair changes color depending on what power level yeah. they
0: are.
4: Mm-hmm. I always just thought that was them getting angry.
2: No, they like have power levels and like levels of
1: Saiyan. Yeah, the, well, they're all Super Saiyan. Yes. Yeah, it's just kind of it's just mental. But it was sold out. There were there were two screenings at six, one at twenty past eight that were in English, and then there were two screenings later that were in uh, that were dub, that were subtitled, and they'd all sold out.
4: They were also showing it at the cinema over
2: the way as well. uh-huh. I wonder if the goblin was there. <laughs> <laughs> he was
1: powering up at the front. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it was, <laughs> it was quite impressive because I've been to some other kind of big blockbuster Hollywood movies where there's probably been about 20 people in the screening. And yet this, this was packed, absolutely packed out completely. Uh, and people applauded at the end.
5: People love their Dragon Ball.
1: They do love their Dragon Balls. Which is quite, you know, it's kind of cool.
2: It's it's one of those animes that passed me by. I think I was too mm-hmm. old for it by the time I, was like, I actually got into anime. So I think I think I took one look at
5: it, and went nah, yeah, nah, it's just but I actually
2: a- want something with some plot into it. Yeah, because so it follows the traditional Af- Japanese anime format, which is a twenty-minute episode. Which the first eight minutes are what happened in the previous <laughs> episode, eight minutes of footage, then another eight minutes of what's happening in the next episode. So you watch the same footage three times over. If you watch all three episodes in a run,
3: so why not just tune in at like eight minutes past four when it's on?
2: Well, no, because if you find it online through various methods, mm. you get the whole episode.
3: Don't be naughty. Well,
2: you can't find it anywhere else at the time. I used
4: to just like watching it for the bit when they did the like weird hand movement and looks constipated and then like fired <laughs> things at each other.
2: Well, I, I think the premise of every single series that I've kind of ever looked at or been involved in is basically like they go and get the dragon balls to have a super wish because like the whole point of the show is you collect all the dragon balls and you get the big dragon (laughs) and then you ask the dragon to grant you a wish but there's one of them dies every time they try and do it so basically the wish is to bring back the person that was dead on the event that they had to get the dragon balls in the first place to do the wish
4: so if they'd all just gone for a nice cup of tea it would have saved everything yes
1: that would be the British version of Dragon Ball. <laughs> uh, it did make me want to buy, when it comes out, the Jump Force game. The yeah, kind that's of coming like, out a few weeks like, I do
2: yeah. like Shonen Jump Force games, though. They're pretty cool. And yeah, quite a few, So I kind
1: now. of like that. I'm kind of fancy like that. Because I, like, I quite liked um, Dragon Ball Fighter. Is,
2: Aren't they doing Shonen good. versus Street Fighter at some point? Or is it Shonen versus Tekken or something? No, weird,
5: like. no idea. The only thing I know about is Jump Force. So unless there's, like, Tekken characters in there, because I think Namco is making it, so I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. they just threw in Heihachi for no reason.
1: Talking of fighting games, I do wish they'd remake the... I think it was on the Wii that was Capcom versus... Uh, Capcom Texan. versus SNK? No, it was te- well, it, Tekken. Oh. What's it with the, the characters from Gatchaman and all Re- the rest oh, of it? Street
5: Fighter Zukuno- Tekken. Sukunoku or something like that? I can't remember the exact te- I, can't, exactly. I can't remember
1: where it was, but they had the characters from... Um, Battle of the Planets. I know and the one you Gatchaman yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was quite cool. I quite yeah, it's
5: that like that. There's been quite a few of the Street Fighter X Tekken crossovers. And yeah, there's Street Fighter X Tekken. You've got the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Oh. Um, I don't know there's Marvel vs. Capcom vs. Everyone.
2: What is it about fighter games where you just basically enjoy having a character that you like in a show lamping the crap out of somebody else?
5: I don't know. It's the, it's the appeal of Smash Brothers as well. It's just like, <laughs> let's just get all of these Nintendo characters just. Punching each other.
2: Yeah, it's like I really want to play a game where Pikachu can wail on Princess Peach. And yeah. Like, why would you want to play the game in the first place? Yeah. They was extremely popular. Guy, what have
3: you been up to this week? A couple of things. Obviously went to see Mary Queen of Scots, which we've talked about. You know, being a serious yes. film show and everything that we are. You know, proper, proper film show, best film show in Birmingham <laughs> that we are. I mean,
1: should... I didn't go because it's got costumes in, and I really can't stand <laughs>
3: Think it was should, very much a costume film. Do you think we should give your favourite cinema
2: goer uh, like a theme tune, like Suspiria or something like that?
3: I'm, I'm not always at the cinema. I've got nothing to do. I need to
1: know. Tell people what I do. I'm a man at the cinema. I'm the Goblin of the Cinema. I hang out my ice cream stands. I'm the Goblin of the Cinema. Come and see me. Shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Groening will <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> So, yeah, serious film show, that's what we are. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a tagline. We, well, we review costume movies, don't we? We so. do review yeah. costume movies, and obviously, it's been. Such bigger. as The Favourite.
4: And classical Mary- environmental films, like Such that. as The Flood, yeah. Exactly.
3: We've got it Films all, with a message. Yeah. All covered on this film show. Um, anyway, so I went to America American Scott Now, I witnessed what. I perceived to be. Oh god, here we go. No,
0: no.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna say it. a did <laughs> an act? And it wasn't me involved in it. So, were you watch, were you watching on <laughs> I was watching with amazement. Was and, anybody else scared? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah.
2: So and for something for guy to be impressed, it's gonna be pretty horrific.
3: Right. So okay. So there's an an elderly woman sat in the middle of the cinema. This on isn't getting better. I don't, I don't <laughs> know.
2: <laughs> we know your history. Guys with history with elderly elderly women, yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: She's she's probably about seventy. She's out in the middle row on her own. Okay, cool. Whatever. A few minutes later, another elderly woman comes in. With another another elderly woman who's got a walking stick, clearly disabled. Now they sit down at the front, but then the fr- not the disabled woman but the friend goes up and starts speaking to the woman in the middle of the row, right. and is almost saying to her like, "We've got to sit down here because she can't make it up the stairs." It's so, like they all three came together, I think, Did and it was like they were waiting for her to get popcorn. Or yeah, something. and they and then she would uh. t- chosen to sit in the middle. So the woman goes up to talk to her friend. Says, "Hey, come down here." Yeah, doors. and then at this point, now I'm only judging the conversation based on what I think is happening, <laughs> but at the one point I saw the woman who just sat in the middle sort of do that kind of like. I don't care body movement with her hands sort of like midway to her side. Like, not my problem. I'm quite happy sat in the middle. Oh. So the woman had to go, other woman had to go sit back at the front with the disabled woman. And the other woman sat nice on her own in the middle. So they'd obviously all come together, but were separated.
1: My first question is, in your multiplex of choice, isn't it allocated seating? Yes,
3: that was going to be my I think I think this woman was a rebel. <laughs> I think that she saw the opportunity as was like, I don't care.
5: Is it is it a case of, like, you reach that age, you just stop caring? Yeah, I think so.
1: <laughs> Did she have a motorcycle helmet with her? <laughs> <I didn't laughs> Did she that. get on a motorcycle afterwards? That's
4: you not.
3: I was genuinely impressed that, like, they obviously were friends. Just her lack of consideration. <laughs> probably not after that. The no. lack of consideration for her friend's quite clear disability of, like... Right, she can't make up for this, but I don't care because I really want to see this but film next, Are you, you know, certain
1: we... that it was a disability? Because you could have a cane as an affectation. You don't necessarily need to be disabled I mean, to have without, a cane. Without
3: going too much into things, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a disability. You, you ever seen those group of three friends, and you know, one of them, the other one
2: really hates, but they stay friends? Yeah, yeah it was is that, it that kind it was of situation that. where she's like, like the middle person's good friends with both. Both, yeah. And like the glue. Yeah, yeah. And the other one. Actually, really don't like her. It's and like I'm fine sitting up here with my popcorn. I my occupied drink.
5: I occupied that position in high school between yeah. like two different groups of people, <laughs> and then when I moved away, it all fell apart. So,
3: <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely think that is what happened here. Like, like she was so adamant sitting there that she was not going to move to anybody. Well,
2: Frances is a.
3: So, <laughs> so I was just impressed by the sheer you know, the audacity. Of yeah. it Really, just the balls on that woman to be like, don't care. We'll go for something to drink afterwards, but I don't care. But but people in people
2: do have their favourite cinema seat. Yeah, I
3: guess. Yeah.
2: So, where's your choice of seat? Well, oh, you need the aisle. Aisle, point. so I can get to the job <laughs> Yeah. Laura, right, where's your choice of seat?
4: H seven. <laughs> it's really specific.
5: <laughs> Lee. Uh, I'd be kicking that elderly lady out of her seat because that's my <laughs> <No. quite> the- <laughs> Yeah, see,
2: I don't sit slap bang in the middle, but I'll sit centre, but about five mm. rows from the back. So mm. I find that's usually a quite decent viewing mm. angle.
4: No, the annoying people sit in the back. Yeah,
2: mm. don't want to be by the noise. No, no, not at the back, but five rows down.
4: No, you're still close to them.
2: Keith, where's your tw- seat of it choice?
4: Depends
1: which cinema I'm at and the screen. So, I'll, I'll judge by the screen and where the seating's are. Uh, so, do you but have are a
5: I, specific seat per I, cinema. I, I have a kind of specific seat <laughs> are, are per
1: cinema. Your,
2: are you doing the director thing of like yeah. doing the square?
1: Strangely enough, house? at my local cinema, I actually do sit on the front row on their big screen because it's the best, best seat in the house. Because it's got a weird, because it's kind of long, it's short. <laughs> it doesn't go back very far, and the seats go out wide, so it's not It's not great. And there's Sorry, the, what you're saying where now. the entrance is. I was
4: like, does anybody else just want to be able to record Guy's face during this conversation?
1: <laughs> where, where the entrance is means there's no centre middle seats. So there's you only want a to go back to back. the
4: short and long conversation. No, yeah, yeah.
2: Short <laughs> long, wide and bent.
1: <laughs> it's stubby, but wide.
4: <laughs> Bit
3: of a chode of cinema. <laughs>
1: Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I'd be kind of centre, middle, centre, middle, really, best place.
3: So yeah, I witnessed that what that horrible act, and I thought, what a what a horrible woman. You know, compared to me, who is <laughs> what a horrible
2: woman, Bravo, <laughs> hero
3: hero of the week, sat here, hero of the week. So I'm trying to lose a bit of weight, and. Um, I thought, Do you know, I went to Laura's mum and dad's house to the night on Saturday. But... Have you walked back with chocolate Christmas tree yet? No. <laughs> right, we discussed this at work. You ate chocolate Christmas that, tree to return. It's not happening. Neither of us are getting that back. It's gone. <laughs> and my you friend didn't... Dave has even offered to get it uh, picked up by DPDs from Laura's mum's dad, dad's house and get it sent to Portsmouth.
1: Do Laura's mum and dad run an independent gym? No. I'm just wondering why you went there. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. So <laughs> okay, I went to my girlfriend's folks. family's house. No,
2: I want to explain, you
3: walked. So. Yeah, so I w- oh, w- okay. walked there because we were, we were having a, a little bit of a family um, thing. How many miles was it? It was about six miles, so it was a good, it was a good walk. So I thought I'd do, I'd do it again the day after because Laura's going to stop and do a bit of work and stuff. Like my dad's and come back later, so I thought I'll, I'll walk back on Sunday and uh, lose a bit of weight. Anyway, on my journey home, I walked under a bridge... And there I saw this helpless... There's a guy from City World. <laughs> That's where he lives. I saw this helpless soul, a pigeon, limping along. He couldn't take off. He couldn't really move. And I was like, I can't, I can't, what do I do? What do I do? Called the RSPCA, and they were like, oh, uh, yeah, so, like, how long can you wait there Can you imagine
2: for? the conversation in RSPCA? Somebody with a pigeon...
3: Mm. They were like, "Oh, how long can you wait for?" And I was like, "I don't know, like half an hour. Like, I'm gonna wait underneath a bridge, like all of my Sunday. Like, come now, come save the pigeon." Um, so anyway, catch they, the pigeon, catch <laughs> the pigeon. So they, they didn't, they weren't gonna come straight away. And I was like, oh, "What am I gonna do?" Because I'm in, like, I'm in Solly Hall here, and I live in, I live, I live in Oaks. So it's their distance. And um, I went to local newsagents. I asked for a cobble box, got a pair, bought a pair of rubber gloves got the pigeon into the cardboard box carried him the whole way home in the cardboard box and waited for the RSPCA to turn up my my house to uh, take the pigeon to the vet did they they did oh you might have been euthanized afterwards <laughs> but i don't know but, like but i felt so good about it. like this little pigeon looking back at me in the box like you're my hero. I'm not, I am your hero. I'm saving you. That's what you're
1: projecting onto it. I'm Were seeing you that pigeon in going
3: in, like glaciers <laughs> in your head. Just like running, was it like burning fire behind you?
2: I can
1: be a hero. <laughs> what I'm seeing is a pigeon going, what's going on? Yeah. I'm perfectly fine here. I choose not to fly. What's going on? I'm a
2: pigeon in a box. It's like, what? I'm a pigeon in a cardboard box. I I'm think pigeon the pigeon was
4: probably really concerned. It's like, I'm here in Solihull. I'm having a nice time. <laughs> well, Why are you taking me back to Birmingham? <laughs>
1: I'm in Sally Park now. What's going <laughs> on? So uh,
4: what is this? You people don't to empty peck your peck
3: bins. Some, I was
2: going to go and pick some... Uh, bakery outside some posh Solihull area.
4: Organic. Organic. Yes. Grain free. Yeah. Can I have
2: some spelt? <laughs> no wheat
3: for me. I'm a Solihull pigeon.
5: <laughs> and now I'm surrounded by students. <laughs>
3: so I, sa- I saved its life. And, but the worst thing about it was I had to walk all the way from Hall to Kingsleaf carrying a box and rubber gloves and the looks I was getting. Like, honestly <laughs> people genuinely must have thought I was unhinged. You were
1: wearing rubber gloves I whilst no carrying way, the box. No
3: way was I touching it. I was like okay, I'm a, a germaphobe. No way I was carrying gloves on. No way. I'm I saved this life, but it is vermin, isn't it, effectively? So, you know, I did a nice thing, but I still don't want to get a disease. Would you do the same if a rat was injured? Yeah, probably, right? I like animals. If it was a person, I'd just probably, like, look and kick him and walk off. If that,
1: if that pigeon had been one ahead of him in the queue at Greg's asking for coffee, he wouldn't have got treated like that.
2: If the pigeon had been an elderly lady on a cane. You know
1: why that pigeon was limping? he'd slipped over on a wet patch in a p- local pub's toilet. And the car- guy <laughs> changed his mind because he's not an old lady.
5: <laughs> See, I was just imagining you like finding an injured person and putting them in a cardboard box and <laughs> carrying them home. In. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's never going to happen.
2: Whilst listening to Enrique Iglesias on Spidey
3: <laughs> I feel like this proves that I'm not the horrible person that I come across on the show sometimes. I'm actually a very nice person who, is very, who
4: has a very loving heart and very caring.
1: Should we take a vote on that? <laughs>
4: I'm just wondering how that weighs up with the story about the old ladies. Please tweet
5: us at Geeky Brummy and let us know what you think. We should put a poll up. Yes.
1: <laughs> is Guy a reasonable human being? Yes, no.
3: I feel like the only poll that we used to have on tour is, are we the best film show in am Boom! <coughs> how Ryan, about, what have you been doing? I've been at a hotel in Solihull actually. Well,
2: just oh, outside of Hall. Did you Solihull. kill the pit, the pit, the pit, yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't. But I had...
4: Yeah, you ruined Ryan's dinner. <laughs> I
2: had no phone oh. signal. I forgot what that was like. It's been a while since I've been out of a city. Pay-per-view, was it then? No. Mm. It was like there was Wi-Fi, but it was like dial-up Wi-Fi. It was like going back to 1999.
3: Oh, however, did you manage, Ryan, having <laughs> to socialise and talk to people... Why do you think i do a podcast? Did you have have to call your wife and actually speak to her on the phone? I managed to get
2: hold of her on Facebook Messenger, actually, but it would support only voice calling. Couldn't do video.
4: Wow. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: What what a first
3: world problem this is. like (laughs) being back
2: in the dark ages.
4: I'm just really concerned you had to phone people.
2: I know. Speak to people over voice, it's wrong. When was the last time anybody here had a decent phone like conversation?
3: I said I called my mum the other day and had a conversation, but let's say that conversation wasn't decent. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's the
2: thing nowadays, people don't like to phone each other. Mm-hmm.
3: No, it's better than texting. I can't bother to text someone. Laura's like, like, always like, oh, why'd you phone me? It's like, because like, I can't be bothered to stand there texting because I'll probably spell it wrong and I haven't got the patience I for think
1: it. The thing with texting is, is it's done now in a way where it's one word or an emoji per text. It's not like sentences. It's yeah. like... Oh, yeah. oh,
2: unlimited text you're going
3: to take advantage. Yeah. So that's why I keep sending you the aubergine.
4: <laughs> oh, the last phone call I had was on Tuesday when I was being blamed for breaking a computer but it was that my mum's husband forgot the password to his computer. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: that's the other thing fixing families computers. No, don't ever do it. No. Do not because you'll be on tech support for eternity. And even though you touched the computer the last time in 2014, it is still your problem when it breaks again. Mm-hmm. And it's
1: also they phone you up yeah. and go, what have you done something, Something's not working with the computer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Could
5: you walk me through
1: this, please? <laughs> <It's> like, I, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not sure. I this is not PC World.
3: Goodbye. <laughs> I, got, um, I got blamed for breaking a television. Uh, so when I went to Laura's. Granddad's house for Christmas. Not this, not this year. It was a few years ago. I used to go over in the evening. So they were trying to fix a TV I had in the living room. This was um, Laura's dad and Laura's mum's brother. They were trying to fix this TV, and they asked me to go and have a look. So I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll have a look." We were all getting stuck in, you know, changing cables, trying to get it the signal to work. And anyway, like we couldn't get it to work. There was obviously something wrong with the aerial. And Anyway, the, the granddad walks in and he's like, oh, what's wrong? You've broken the TV. And then Laura's mum's brother turns around and goes, oh, yeah, I think Guy did it. And it was just like, thanks, man. Like, really, like sell me out there. Like, throw me to them. Throw that that to was them. a setup, that one. Yeah, honestly, the way he was just like, he was like, it was Guy. It was kind of like, hang on a minute. This was your idea. I barely touched anything. Uh, here's, a,
2: here's one for you. Do people here answer unknown numbers?
3: Yeah, because I like phone. to have a go at them. No. No.
4: no.
2: See, that's the thing, unless they're in your phone book already nowadays, it's like, oh, look, my phone's ringing.
4: I mean, let's be honest, honest, (laughs) do you always answer the phone when somebody you know is calling? Uh,
3: uh, uh, I've been receiving it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But you
2: always know because the phone stops ringing quicker than if you'd just let it ring out.
3: So you, how did you survive without the Wi-Fi, then? Come on, what, tell, us, tell us your plight, your sad drama, your story. I had beer. On your own? No. Well, you, 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 so, you were socialising, so you didn't need <laughs> your phone. No, but
4: I'd um, like to keep I have it, a question. How did you mark it on, untapped? Hmm? If there was no signal, could you... Uh, the Wi-Fi still worked, though?
2: Wi-Fi still okay. worked, just about. It's one of those with intermittent Wi-Fi, which is more frustrating than not having Wi-Fi at all. <coughs> mm. It's like when you have intermittent phone signal and you have to put your phone in a position where it kind of works.
4: While standing on one leg.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And like a pigeon. It up in the air.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's what what's wrong with Guy's pigeon. It couldn't get a decent phone signal.
2: <laughs> you leave my pigeon alone. Maybe it was on a dodgy Bluetooth headset. That's what it was. Just trying to get the signal. <laughs> His pigeon Uber hadn't turned up. <laughs>
1: Oh, I am in the tunnel, tunnel. Sonny, old. Oh, I was his pigeon Uber. <laughs> that was it. guys. No pigeon Uber. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Photoshop the heck out of that. Guy Calford's pigeon Uber.
5: It's the last time I'm using Lyft.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that that needs to go on Twitter once the show comes. Down. Have you still got that
1: cardboard box? No. It's oh. a bird poo in it? But then I could, we could have slapped some pigeon Uber stickers <laughs> on the side of it. You could carry it around all the I'll time. Slap you with the box.
3: <laughs> Kuba. <laughs>
1: <There we> go. <laughs> <laughs> or or Pooba.
2: Yes. No. Kuba.
0: <laughs> it's
2: like the dove from above you have to tempt it down. <laughs> Lee. Yes. It is twenty nineteen. Yes. There is many video games coming out.
5: There are a lot of video games coming
2: out. Many, many, many video games. Yes. You have selected some for us? Yes.
3: I've got a feature with this games. Games, games, I'm ready for some action. <laughs>
2: Right.
5: <laughs>
2: the rubbish intros continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to select some highlights of the gaming yes. world?
5: I'm um. going to run through what's coming out in 2019 uh, mm-hmm. There's actually two major releases that are already out by the time this show comes out We've got the Resident Evil 2 remake and we got Kingdom Hearts three somehow is actually apparently out.
2: <laughs> it's only taken like a decade and a half. It, yeah,
5: pretty much. Um, never been able to get into Kingdom Hearts. It just feels too complicated for what Isn't it that is. Basically,
2: a- Square Enix making a Disney game and putting loads of crap on top of it. Yeah,
5: but it should—it should be like a Disney Final Fantasy crossover game. But it's like, let's have this layered plot that makes no sense that goes through like multiple time periods and all the rest. Of- I don't know. What's I
2: name. remember the first one was a kid whacking something, whacking Donald Duck with a key and that yeah. was pretty much my interest gone mm-hmm.
3: just, just go to Disneyland yeah,
5: yeah. Um, Resident uh, Evil 2 Yes. Does look. Yes, yes. got a preview little um, write up on that on the website
2: so pop to
5: Yep. and um, basically I really enjoyed the demo of that so definitely looking forward to playing the full thing uh, in February uh, there's a few big releases coming out uh, There's Crackdown 3, speaking of games that have been in development for a million years um, I don't know much about the game. Was
2: that due for the original uh, for the 360 or? I it? think it
5: was, yeah. And it's been like I think it was then a launch title for the Xbox One, and now we're in the late yeah. years of the Xbox One, and it's finally coming out. Uh, we've got Metro Exodus coming out, which is the third Metro game. Um, not really got into them myself. See, but...
2: I've read both the original. Well, mm. I've listened to because I've got them on Audible. The um, translations of Metro 2033, mm-hmm. 2034, which are really great novels. I really recommend them. Mm-hmm. But the games are completely different. Basically, mm. they'll take the book and go, well, we'll go to the left, and you go to the right. Yeah. And it's, like, completely different. So, yeah. Exodus does look quite good, though, because you're finally mm. out of, like, the Russian subway systems. So, mm. it should be quite interesting.
5: Uh, then there's uh, Anthem is out in February as well, which is getting a really muted reaction. Well, it's, isn't it basically... It's, it's Destiny by Bioware, but yeah. it's, like... People who want Destiny are playing Destiny, and people who want Bioware games are not satisfied One. by Anthem. People
2: who want Bioware games want Night of the Old Republic 3, and that is the only <laughs> Bioware game that people want. Maybe a new Mass Effect,
3: if they've got time.
5: Yeah. I know well, there is a new Dragon Age coming out eventually, but we don't know when that's coming out. What, but
3: is it called Anthem? I don't know. Like, I think of Anthem, and I think of like a big song. Was it was it, DJ Jean, the Anthem? Was that a song <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just like the idea of like the ghost of Freddie Mercury will guide you through this game. <laughs> <laughs> Come on <laughs> All right then. Just sit down at the piano halfway through and do a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: that should be a game though. I would like to see that green lit on Steam. Somebody mm. go and make a Freddie Mercury girl <laughs> guide you through an MMORPG game.
5: Yeah. I would I would play that game. Yes. Um He's
3: gotta be doing his live aids across the stage over oh, yeah. oh, yeah. the microphone.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone every time somebody dies, dum, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Brian May randomly turns up for a forty five minute guitar solo and
5: everybody gets
4: bored. We've basically written the script of this game, haven't we? I
5: don't yes. just remember there actually was a queen themed game and it was terrible.
4: Oh, God, what was it called? Yeah, I think I
3: remember it like, that. It was The Eye
5: or something like that, and all the soundtrack oh, was I mean, Queen can... songs, and it was, like, one of these things where it's it's this dystopian future where rock and roll has been banned.
3: What is it? We're putting rock stars <laughs> in games because it was, like, a Bowie game as well. Was it Omicron? Or Omicron, something? yeah. <laughs> I think I blame
2: this all on Journey because Journey had the first licensed game, I think, as mm. a band. It was, like, a licensed game on the Atari okay, okay. or something like that. It was... Awful,
3: apparently. Yeah. Queen the Eye is an action-adventure electronic video game that was released in 1998 by Electronic Arts.
5: yes there we go.
2: Wow. Might be on Steam still.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, releases. We're going to March. Uh, we've got Devil May Cry 5. It's coming out. Um, I'm actually... I really like the Devil May Cry series, so I'm it's pretty Nero's interested. Delivery. Yes, he's one of the playable characters. There's three playable characters. Because
2: Nero, Dante, and another one. There's isn't...
5: a new character. Yeah, um, Dante's looking a lot older this time around as well. He and looked older in the last one. Yeah, and I love how they've just thrown out the 2013 game. It didn't yeah, no, exist. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the it's... Ninja Theory. Uh, let's let's make Dante <laughs> a. A crack it's punk. like that Arrested <laughs> development. Clip. Yeah, I heard
2: what you said, but I will not respond yeah. to it. <laughs>
5: um, we also got uh, Sekiro, which is coming out in March, which is the new game from From Software. Hmm. People who made Dark Souls. It's like yep. the samurai.
2: So it's going to be ridiculously hard, but Japanese. Yes, this time. I'm actually
5: really interested in that, just because I like there's the sort of stealth elements of that, and I like sort of Japanese themed stuff. So very interested in that. Um, we've also got Division Two. For people who like the division, um, did anybody? I don't know.
3: What about division for in division four?
5: I haven't done. What about yet. Premier League? Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> what about the the local cup? <laughs> <world>? Championship. <laughs>
5: um, we've also got Yoshi's Crafted World is coming out in March. Through what? Yoshi's so this is, world. is a bit
2: like Kirby Epic Yarn, yeah, I think. because they, the did, they
5: Yoshi? did Yoshi's Woolly World on the Wii U. So yeah.
0: Yoshi's. <laughs>
2: We'll, Wooly woolly
5: woolly world, yeah. right? And yeah, now it's, you know, she's crafted world, <laughs> yes. where like everything's made of cardboard and paper yeah. craft. And stuff
2: it's like. a bit like a Kirby Epic yarn yeah. a few years ago, yeah. which was everything sure was Nintendo like soft furnishings.
1: Will do something interesting with that. I'm,
2: I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's probably going to cross over Nintendo Labo, maybe.
5: I didn't think of that, but it could do. Yeah, throw yes. a little Labo set, and yeah, because that was like a giant
2: yeah. hype machine
5: that mastered. Yeah. Um, Build cardboard with Nintendo.
3: Kirby, Kirby really needs to lose a bit of weight, doesn't he? He's a bit of a fat lad, isn't he? You know. <laughs> he's oh, got to eat... work on his hat collection. He's always eating air. Joy. He's always sucking it in. He's bloated from air. It's kind of like, he's always got bad winds. Like, come on, mate! No one wants to be around you. A chronic burp. I
2: think he wants to sing Smash Mouth, and he's getting ready. And every time he wants to sing it, he gets interrupted. so i So then.
5: In April, we got uh, Mortal Kombat 11. It's coming out.
2: I've seen a bit of footage of this. Uh, yeah, they released footage recently. And uh, they're resetting it again. Yeah. Were
3: people fighting in the footage that you watched. Yes, they were. Yeah.
2: And oh, spines were pulled. Yeah. Ice was thrown at people.
4: Were there any babalities? No, it was yeah. all the.
2: They've gone. Ever since they did that crossover with the DC one, they've mm-hmm. just gone back to being like, oh, it's really dark and edgy yeah. and it's um, It's basically like Warner Brothers doing what. Doing what they do with making things dark and gritty, yeah, but with Mortal Kombat instead. Yeah, and
5: what's confusing is they've got fatalities and fatal blows. They're yes. different things, but I don't know what the difference is. And they do
2: like the X-ray thing as well all the yeah. time. Yeah, that one. So when you punch somebody, like it zooms into the head and shows bones being cracked.
1: I think that seems like a system that was in 10. Yeah. The fatal yeah, blows is, are like you get yeah. a measure up so you can do that during the game mm. and the fatality is the kind of yeah, end yeah. execution yeah. that you can either miss or, yeah. or well, get I think a they've score.
2: ignored most of ten from the sound of it, because mm. most of the characters they are back to the classic Mortal Kombat characters and yeah. there's only like one or two from ten. Sorry,
3: how is there a plot line to a fighting game? It's a fighting game. Have
2: you not seen the amazing film <laughs> starring what's his face? The French one, Christopher Lambert mm. as a Japanese god. Yes.
1: yes. That's Raiden? That first Mortal Kombat film is the Boss, it's great it's got and a fantastic. Re- who do they
2: replace him with in oh, the second one? It was what Dexter's dad. If you watch Dexter the TV <laughs> series, I can't remember his name now. That's really going to annoy me. Excuse
5: me while I Google Lee. Cary. I know who you mean. Yeah. Uh, also in April we got Days Gone, which is that weird zombie biker game on the PS4, um, which looked interesting when I first saw the trailer, and then I saw the zombies turn up and I was immediately turned off because we don't need more zombie games, but.
4: They're not zombie bikers?
5: No. Okay. You play as a biker, but there's zombies in it. And a a lot of zombies. So
4: it's Dead Rising,
3: though?
5: many, many zombies. Yeah, it's Dead Rising, but without any of the sense of humour. So, it's basically, if they took The Last of Us and took all the stuff that was interesting about The Last of Us and took Dead Rising and all the stuff that was interesting about Dead Rising, put that together, that's what Days Gone looks like. Right. So... Uh, in May we got Rage 2 I don't know much about the first Rage but this one looks like Neon Mad Max this the shooter this was
2: supposed to be John Carmack's big return yeah, okay. it was ID Software's like newest franchise to replace mm-hmm. Doom and it went down like a sack of spanners because they spent about 10 years working on it and it was not what they promised I think
5: from what I saw of the first one it was very brown and grey it was that sort of era where everything was brown and grey yes and th- for this one, it looks like they're going completely the opposite because everything I've seen of it seems to be neon purple. Yeah. So,
2: it was James Remar, by the way. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, one of those that guys. <laughs> yeah, that famous man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> he's been in quite a lot of stuff, actually. So. I bet
3: he has. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody knows that chap. <laughs> well, it's
2: not as bad as Street Fighter the movie, anyway. <laughs>
3: yeah,
5: well, apart from Raul Julia.
2: <sighs> Raul Julia was the only good thing about. Yeah, that exactly.
5: Movie.
3: Is that Gomez? Yes.
4: yes. Cool. I'm just imagining a geeky, brummy like film festival. Yes.
3: <laughs> well, it would be the best damn film festival in Birmingham if there was. <laughs> the thing that gets me about that movie
2: is one of the best damn villain speeches of all time with Rao Julia telling Chud Oh. It was Ming na and it's like, the day I came to your town was like the biggest day in your life, and ought to sort of have been your. For me, it, it was, was a Tuesday.
5: Tuesday.
4: Was it one of the best speeches in a film of recent times? I
2: would say so.
5: Uh, so, uh, elsewhere in the year, no releases, no release dates for these ones, but uh, we've got The Outer Worlds potentially coming out this year. This looks so amazing. I know, I'm, you're excited for this. I'm already on for this game. Yeah, yeah. It
2: basically looks like Borderlands plus everything I want in a video game by Obsidian, who made some of the best games of all time, who mm-hmm. never get enough love. They mm-hmm. made Fallout New Vegas, which was the mm-hmm. best Fallout game. And they made Knights of the Old Republic 2, which was the best Knights of the Old
5: Republic game. Didn't they do... Um Plus the destiny as well. Yes. Yeah. Did yeah.
3: anybody think the way Ryan was talking that excitedly Then was like a child telling their parents something. <laughs> the parents just didn't care about. I got, I got Pikachu. He's the best Pokemon card. <laughs> no, today in school we did this and we did this and we did Ma- this. Ma- yeah, that's good. Show, you show charms. That's good. Son. Pretty much
4: anything about Fortnite. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> uh, we also got um, Doom Eternal is coming out. I really enjoyed the last Doom, so I'm very interested Have in the soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack is great. Um, there's a game called Control coming out, which is interesting to me. It's like you're kind of like a special agent with psychic powers and you're yeah, investigating supernatural I think we stuff. We looked at the trailer for we this We looked spoil. at the trailer yeah. for that, yeah. yeah. It definitely seems up sort of my alley, so mm-hmm. I'm interested in that.
4: Supernatural powers like the X Files. It's, it's basically, basically like you're a get...
2: time traveling agent, but you have yeah. psychic powers at the same time, so you yeah. can move stuff with your mind.
5: Yeah. Looks very interesting. Um, we've got Biomutant. Out this year. That is the laziest title I ever know. It a is, game, isn't it? but like you're playing as this sort of weird mutant squirrel rat thing that you can customize. It gives you different abilities depending on how you do
1: things. See, this one sounds right up my alley. Yeah, <laughs> it, it actually
5: does fun. look a lot of fun. Yeah. So it sounds like what Spore should have been. <laughs> yeah. Um you got um, Untitled Goose Game should come out this year. Oh yes, yes.
2: This is like the sleeper hit, wasn't it? Yeah. So, this like Nintendo have like gone on board with this completely. This is like?
5: this is an indie an indie title where the premise of the game is you're a goose and you annoy people. You just that's it. There's a dedicated honk button, and the entire purpose of the game is just to badger people as it's a like goose.
2: Pull their washing off the washing yeah. line, honk at them, yeah, I- them in the bum.
1: Do you have a nemesis character? who's some long-haired guy chasing you with the rubber gloves in a box <laughs> trying to take you to to Selly Park. I
5: think we should petition this. Can yeah. we get a Guy Halford in the game with I'll, rubber I'll gloves get in the box? I'll get in touch with House House and let them know. You
3: won't be laughing when I win my Pride of Britain and Warblade.
5: <laughs> yeah. um,
2: guy Halford, CBE.
5: <laughs> and then uh, so the last one I think we're going to get possibly very soon, because it's in beta at the moment, is um, Dreams, which is the new... Media Molecule game, guys who did Little Big Planet. It's another sort of game creation tool sort of thing.
2: I mean, there's quite been a few big releases pushed back as well. on Yeah. Uh, 2018 into 2019. Yeah. I think, like, I've got... I because like, we're at the end of this console generation was mm, kind of like, oh, a bit more beef.
5: Yeah, I've got a couple of things that Listed, which I have no idea if they're coming out this year. It's things like Death Stranding, The Last of Us Two. That game's never coming out. Yeah, I right know. No. It's um, Kojima just going. Oh, like,
2: I'm going to tell everybody it's an amazing. Yeah. Game and never release it. I wouldn't
5: be surprised. It would be the most Kojima thing if this has been the game all along. Um, and then things like Cyberpunk. That's probably oh, not Cyberpunk 2077. That's probably not even coming out till the next generation at this point. No. I'm
3: over
5: has the
2: this year. Mm. So I was thinking, maybe, are they going to release it on the 7th of July in 2020?
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> that's not bit. that clever.
5: Um, <laughs> well,
2: it's something they do to go, it's uh, <laughs> 2077.
5: And uh, I did initially put Metro Prime 4 on this list, but literally before we recorded this, they have announced that they've rebooted the development. So, yeah, it's probably not coming out this year at all, as a result. So... That is the first half of the year, and just stuff that should be coming out this year, and hopefully will, and not get pushed back.
2: Many games, play them all. Yes. Lee's probably going to write reviews for the majority of them.
5: I will do so my check best. Out
2: the
3: geeky yes. Games, games, games. <laughs> He's ready for some action. Hey <laughs> now, keeps a comic reader. He's going to read comics. Oh yeah.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> I'm stunned. into almost Was, that a, silence. Snot?
3: was that a full-on snort? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what was that? Two little piggies sat on the sofa over here.
4: <laughs> Is that how you're going to introduce all comic <laughs> portions from now on? It's yeah. comic.
1: <laughs> Just imagine a box in the corner that says, <laughs> Meanwhile, um, so yeah, so we're going to take a quick look at. Well,
3: uh... was a pig in the Beano. <laughs> that was the most
2: rubbish naming ever, I'm sorry, of a Beano character. That was like, we've got Nasha. We need to give him another pet. Let's give him a pig. Rasha. There yeah, you that's go, that was it. you do. get
3: like a Rasha baker. And... I know, that's what I mean.
2: Did you think they went Rasher first and then went pig? Well,
3: that was the truth.
5: They went through the alphabet. 19.
1: Although I am sat here looking at these two satellits over here and I'm thinking there's a whole YouTube channel out of these two just sat there <laughs> talking about things. Is like, he like it's, a- it's like a twenty first century Pete and Dud.
3: <laughs> mystery science at three thousand. I feel like I feel honestly like we really need the Beatles awesome. song, Piggies playing over us now. <laughs> Everywhere there's lots of piggies. <laughs> so a made, Floyd. Making piggy podcasts. <laughs> hey, hey Ryan. Pink Floyd with pigs as well. Hey Ryan. We I'll a the jeans tree.
1: They named a pig in the beano after bacon. This a conversation going there. Right, comics. Let's talk comics. Um,
3: Keeps ready for some action.
1: Thank you. Yeah, uh, so 2019, uh, it's a pretty big year for comics all round. Um, I
2: thought you meant numerically then. It's, like, it's <laughs> the biggest one we so far. <laughs> it, is, it, it is the biggest
1: year date we've had in comics to date, 2019, because um, even 2000 AD stopped at 2000 AD. But um, first, title I'm going to pick up.
5: Four kids go into a caravan park <laughs> I, I knew that was coming
1: <laughs> it's, just like, it's like a broken record isn't it um, No what I'm going to pick up is A comic that's already First issue's already come out um, It's quite interesting because it's written by Georgie uh, Belair who's Mostly known as a colourist but she's doing a Kind of big writing gig uh, With Josh Whedon Rebooting Buffy the Vampire Slayer um, So the licence has gone now To Boom Studios uh, and basically what they're doing is taking Buffy back uh, to high school and starting the story all over again, but based as, as it would be in the equivalent of 2019. Has so Joss Whedon not
2: milked that cow enough yet?
1: Um, I think, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a story that can be it, retold. It can
2: be a psychical story, but I think yeah. does Joss Whedon need to like, leave it alone and let somebody else play with Buffy for a while? <laughs>
1: Well, I think uh, he's just taking a guiding hand in kind of the, the story, well, but I think uh, having somebody like Geordie doing the writing, I think is going to take this in quite interesting yep. uh, uh, ways. Uh,
2: I think she'd be a good fit for this, but just Joss Whedon and involvement in stuff, it's kind of, I'm I think sick they of it, meddling with things
1: now. Leave it be, but I mean, um, Dan Moore is doing the artwork, which looks really nice, so it's a really beautiful looking book.
3: Is Rupert Giles in it?
1: no because it's a comic oh you mean the <laughs> oh. character <laughs> i thought you were talking about a real person there i completely <laughs> forgot you were talking about the librarian um i don't know at the moment actually because i haven't read the first issue yet it's it in is. my pile to read but it's available it.
3: in forbidden planet
1: it's available in all comic shops and Comicsology and, and lovely standard comics yeah so that's coming out that, that's out now the first issue's out so it'll be interesting to see how kind of um boom studios run with that title um you're the other kind of big event set of books. I bo- monthly, to be honest
3: with you. <laughs> <laughs> honest to goodness, man.
1: When you come to talk about your music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the other big things that are happening over at DC this year is uh, Brian Michael Bendis uh, last year went from Marvel to DC. So he's currently doing a lot of stuff with um, Superman. But he's also starting a lot of his own kind of imprints. And one of them is Wonder Comics, which is kind of a, a offshoot of the main DC branch but aimed at readers of all ages. So we've already had Young Justice and Naomi uh, released, which have been quite well received. Um, But the one for me that I'm looking forward to most is a comic called Wonder Twins, who people of a certain age will know because they've appeared in various uh, comics and TV series over the years. Um, But that's been drawn by Stephen Byrne, who I've read a lot of comics for. He did um, some Green Anno stuff. He did a uh, Justice League meets the Power Rangers comic a while back, and he does a lot of stuff on Twitter, so if you follow his stuff, he's done a lot of um, Marvel bits and pieces. His artwork's gorgeous.
5: Were the Wonder Twins the ones that, like, had the rings they put together? Yeah. Okay. That's, like, literally the only thing I know about them. Yeah, so I think they they
1: got got parodied quite
2: a lot in Family Guy. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they've kind of been been at the butt of a lot of jokes over the years, but... um, I'm kind of looking forward to that particular series because it's also been written by Mark Russell, who did the Flintstones books, which were really good, and he did the Snagglepuss uh, Chronicles last year, which I really enjoyed as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Oh yeah, it was it was a great book. It was a really interesting series. So I'm kind of looking forward to those two coming together under this Wonder uh, Comics imprint. Um, But it's nice to just be having books that everybody can read, and it's not all grim and dark and. it's not like a Terrible. DC filter or anything. No. But talking about Grim and Dark and whatever, uh, over at Dark Horse is Fight Club 3. Now... if I, I missed the Fight Club somewhere? I'm not,
3: yeah. A
1: couple of years back, we had Fight Club 2, uh, which was I think it was a 12-issue. Uh, it started off with, with a, a, an issue on Free Comic Book Day, and then it kind of went into the uh, main thing. So it's, this is written by uh, Chuck P- I can't even pronounce his uh, name, I, the, yeah. the but the original writer of the Fight yeah. Club yeah. book—the uh, one
2: who writes all the weird stuff basically. Yeah.
1: and uh, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty interesting. It's, been, it's drawn by Cameron isn't Stewart. He,
2: didn't he write American Psycho as well, or something? That... That's that's that's
1: that's but um, it was quite interesting, um, and it was it was, it was it was it was it was a good sequel to the book. Um, you know obviously influenced a little bit by what happened in the film but they're kind of putting that out through dark horse in uh towards the end of january so i'm quite looking forward to that because the first series was really interesting
3: what have you done wrong here though keith you've spoken about fight club <laughs> <laughs>
2: are they going to be like empty just black bags on the shelf
1: unfortunately i have to speak about flight club to let people know about fight club uh, that's how it happens but that looks, that looks pretty good I really like that the artwork on that is beautiful so I'm kind of really looking forward to um, seeing what they do with that particular uh, series it's meatloaf in it <laughs> I didn't remember Lee getting this kind of abuse when he was talking about his games
3: is he though? no <laughs> How is he going to be in it?
2: For is not a fictional thing for a start. off no, but he's
3: in the film, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not called Meatloaf. I can't remember his character <laughs> his, name. His
5: name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> as
1: the as the comic hasn't been released yet, I cannot I cannot mention as this, se- this as this segment is a pre- a preview of things that are coming up. So once it comes out, I'll be able to tell you
3: was Meat Loaf and Fight
1: Club 2. I can't remember. It was ages ago. You should, What you should do, you should go out and buy the collection, which is available now from all good bookstores, uh, and find out. Um, another one I'm kind of curious about, but I'm not 100% certain on, is Female Furies. Uh, last year we had... Like Nick. No. <laughs> <laughs> the ignorance of you lot.
5: Samantha no. <laughs> L. Jackson.
1: Last year we had The Misty yes. Miracle. Uh, yes. T- miniseries which is really good and at the end of that it ended with a kind of like "There's something's coming Yeah. Uh, so later in I think February DC are launching the Female Furies which is going to be fronted by Big Barda uh, who's a great character uh, so that's going to be written by Cecil Castellucci with art by Adriana Mello which looks kind of interesting um, whether it will be quite as groundbreaking as the Mr. Miracle series we shall find out um, but I might give that a try, see how that gets, um, how that tickles the fancy, really. I think that should be quite good.
2: Um, <laughs> you were like very, like, ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I do like that, I do like that. But um, So the other kind of big thing that's happening this year is it's Marvel's 80th anniversary. Um, so throughout the year, they'll be doing special 80th uh, anniversary-type titles. Um, so they've kind of resurrected the Marvel Comics Presents Uh, Series, which is their kind of anthology series. So they started with one that throws back to uh, Namor, Captain America and Wolverine in the kind of Second World War period, whether that will then continue into the more kind of regular Marvel Comics Presents stories of just different artists and creators getting to do different characters in different scenarios. That'd be quite interesting. But throughout the year, they're putting out kind of one-offs. And one that recently came out, which was really nice, by Al Ewing was... Crypt of Shadows, which is kind of throwing back to kind of some of Marvel's um, kind of horror books um, from the kind of sixties and seventies, which was quite interesting. Um, but I'm,
2: I'm sure there's probably going to be a few Stanley tributes
1: as well. I imagine they're going to there's going to, throughout the year. I think they'll kind of because of what happened at the, t- the tail end of last year, just yeah. losing Stan, that we will kind of see some things happening throughout the year uh, as a result of that, which would be quite interesting. Um, and DC's big anniversary this year is Batman, who is 80? eighty. Um, so I'm expecting various uh, celebratory events uh, throughout the year to celebrate kind of Batman's um, eighty years. I
2: would love to see an eighty year old Batman series. I know we had Batman of the Future but I'd love to see what that what how would you do an eighty year old Batman series? Goes to the cinema and doesn't want to sit with Robin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what like Terry McGinnis's kid or something.
2: Yeah. Well they've had a few well there's a few comics where Captain America actually aged up to his real life age. Yeah. Which is actually a really interesting run that they did with that one because it's basically the super serum stopped working and Captain America basically just got old.
1: Yeah. It kind of took on the persona of Super Soldier yeah. for a while. So I think um, that was quite interesting. I think it wouldn't work quite as well for Batman because it's, he's just a regular guy, whereas Cap yeah. had still got the residual um, kind of super serum in him. Yeah. But I think Batman could work if it was done in a similar way to what they did with Batman Beyond. Yeah. And a kind of a little bit for Dark Knight Returns. He's kind yeah. of an elder He's a bloke. trainer. Rather. He
2: would yeah. be like the Rocky... Of Batman.
1: But I think the thing with that is that Bruce would have to be the kind of mentor figure, yep. which is why it works so brilliantly in Batman Beyond, and why I would still kill for a live action movie that casts Michael Keaton as the older Batman.
2: That'd be nice. I think Birdman was pretty much the catharsis of him getting over Batman.
1: Yeah, but they should still do it. Um, a title that I'm going to pick, just because it's already caught in controversy and isn't due to ship until March, is a comic, guy I love the title, called Second Coming. <laughs> Um,
3: He's got me.
1: He's got me. So, <laughs> basically, again, this is coming from Mark Russell, so I'm kind of already interested is. in what it is. Uh, this one's going to be drawn by Richard Pace. So um, Richard Pace. 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 Right. right. So, see, so that Ma- Mark really Russell's got a history of these kind of slightly the controversial main books. Is
4: called Mr. Seaman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um, he 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 wrote a way a way back a book um, something called God is disappointed in you. Uh, I mean, he probably so, isn't me. Yeah. So basically, the, the premise of this story is that uh, Jesus is sent back to Earth to learn from a superhero called Sun Man. Uh, <laughs> Sun Man! Uh, yeah. So obviously, um, that whole kind of Jesus in a comic book How kind many of thing dad is. is
2: going to be about Sun Man?
1: Well, <laughs> probably quite
2: a lot. Um,
1: so it's kind of. I, I think it's going to be treading on the kind of same kind of ground as something like Preacher and Lucifer yeah. did, um, but I think the the whole kind of religious thing is already stirring a little bit of uh, controversy on the internet at the moment. But that's quite I've good. Just
4: got that really annoying "What if God was one of us" song. <laughs> <in the
1: background.
2: laughs> but I mean, it sounds like a Black Mirror episode. What if God, but one
5: of us?
1: <laughs> oh.
5: Written by Charlie Brown. What if God, but too much?
1: Um. <laughs> But Mark Russell's a good writer, so I'm kind of interested in, in what's going to happen with that. Um, kind of, again, uh, in March, IDW, who are c- the current holders of the Transformers universe, are relaunching their Transformers uh, series. So they did a lot of interesting stuff. You could have said they're transforming their Transformers they're series. They're transforming, yeah. Because well, the you're license king
2: of puns. has been in a bit of jeopardy for quite a while, hasn't it? It was in quite a bit of a no-man's
1: land for a <laughs> while. It got a bit bogged down by the whole Hasbro universe type thing. So they've kind of, uh, in recent years, they've dragged a lot of other characters into the Transformers universe. So we've had comic series uh, that have featured Rom, Micronauts, Action Man, G.I. Joe, Mask, uh, and various other characters that are part yeah. of the Hasbro thing. But um, offshoot to of the main Transformers series, we're doing really good stuff. They did a series called Lost Light, yeah. Which was quite interesting. Which was a bunch of Transformers, which was well away from everything that was going on. Yeah. Uh, but they basically wound up everything last year with their Unicron series, which kind of brought their kind yeah. Of I think current Chris McFeely has done quite a few videos on YouTube. Yeah. Came out. Um, so they're kind of they're going to be restarting their Transformers uh, run in um, March, uh, which I think off the back of Bumblebee doing so well at the cinema it might have a lot of people kind of interested in what's going on, so that might be quite interesting. So actually their
5: Star Trek versus a Transformers spinoff. Yeah. See, I was just thrown by the notion of a Hasbro universe.
1: Oh uh, yeah, this has kind of been <laughs> kicking around for a while. Which...
5: Because I was thinking of like the board games and stuff that well, they do, and it was just like, how did you drag like Cluedo into? <laughs> That's where my mind went with frustration. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: But,
4: um, Which Transformer killed the Colonel in the library? Yeah. <laughs> it they was did... Bumblebee in
1: the front room with the TV. Yeah, I think it it's been
2: about ten years since the GI Joe Transformers first crossover.
1: Yeah, they've done a couple of crossovers, but I think it was that thing of tying everything together. But in the meantime, a couple of their uh, rebooted series, so Ram and the Micronauts series, weren't particularly successful. I mean, I've picked up both of those because I'm a big fan of their original Marvel incarnations. Um, And they kind of still pop up in the background of um, some of the other shows. But their their Transformers run, I'd actually go as far as to say, uh, was on par with the Marvel UK stuff. They were doing some really interesting work with the Transformers. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, Detective Comics hits its one thousandth issue in Are we March. Crisis? Uh, there'll be some crisis or other, I'm sure. Throughout, we've got currently we've got heroes in crisis, uh, but there might be another crisis of some description. Um, but the, the Detective Comics one thousand will just be a hodgepodge of all the people who ever worked on Batman putting together a yeah. kind of big tribute issue, which is looking quite interesting. Um, Something that might like, might people might like uh, is Glow, the TV series, is getting its own comic series as well. That's coming from IDW. So if you're a big, fin, f- a big fin, Finn, a big Finn, a big fan of uh, gorgeous <laughs> ladies sure of wrestling, <laughs> uh, you might quite like that. Because that's coming from Tinny Howard, who's done a, couple, a lot of interesting um, comics across the time. So that should be uh, pretty interesting. Um, Slightly more independent uh, through Fantagraphics is Jamie Hernandez is back with Is This How You See Me? Um, so that is kind of Maggie and Hopi from Love and Rockets uh, reappearing in... It will be more of a graphic novel than an individual comic series. But anything by the Hernandez brothers and Love and Rockets related, people should go out and buy instantly. And they should all go buy all the old uh, Love and Rockets comics they can find as soon as they can. Um, I'm just scrolling through my list of other things that are there. Fill time, guy. Cause I, have to, I have to switch a page. <laughs> Intermission. Intermission time, yeah. There's a lot of oh, There seems snacks? to be a lot more comics than there was. Um...
2: Why not buy just sacks from a snack bar? Do you like ice cream? Our goblin service can give you 37 <laughs> flavours when necessary.
4: Will there be time for a tasty debrief after? There may
2: be time for a tasty rebrief. Why not visit the restaurant only 20 yards from this recording?
4: Do you know, when
3: you about Tasty Debrief, he's been in that Lame remake, ah. and he was the one who was mean to, um. Oh, what's the woman's name? F- Fontaine, was it? Like, he was nasty to Fontaine. I don't know who you're talking it, Fontaine about. Fontaine had that, like, daughter courgette.
2: See, when I see Les Miserables, all I think is a guy from Yorkshire called Les Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, must hate the film.
1: I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't advertise a carpeting and say, and um, tiles place that's just round the corner from this cinema. <laughs> um, sticking with the Fanti graphics imprint is, not last year, but the year before, uh, Emil Ferris put out his first volume of My Favourite Things is Monsters. Uh, which you haven't, if you haven't read that, you should go and pick it up right now. But my obviously, favorite things is you. Um, <laughs> but my favourite things is Monsters Volume Two is due for release September ish um, next year as well. So if you are interested in finding out what happens with that series, you should go and pick it up uh, as soon as it comes out. Why you guys doing waving things over there? Um, and uh, just because I like the title. Of this particular one, it's not got a, a, an actual release date as yet. Uh, it's coming from Drawn Quarterly, uh, and is written and drawn by Vanessa Davis. Uh, but the title sells it completely. It's called "Is there a, Is there a rational adult anywhere?" Not
2: on this podcast. Not in
5: politics. Not in the US. Not in the UK. I like how we all lean forward as if to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it sounds quite good. I think uh, it's a collection of, um, of Vanessa Davis's other works from various places, so it's all going to be collated under one big title. But that looks quite interesting in terms of just seeing that. But I mean, the title alone is just um, absolutely uh, brilliant. Um, going on an, another comic that's got a great title, uh, but I don't know an awful lot about it. It's coming from DC Zoom and DC Comics. Uh, is being drawn by uh, Guru. Guru Hiru Studios who did Gwenpool uh, and is being written by uh, Jean Luen Yang if I get that right uh, and it's Superman Smashes the Clan and um,
5: right. I think um.
1: I think it's a throwback in the mid 1940s there was a previous comic called Sh- Superman Sh- Smashes Sh- the Lime- Clan Lime- uh, which was basically uh Superman confronting the Ku Klux Klan, uh, and so it'd be interesting to see what a 21st century version. My only of problem with calculus.
5: this is like the modern interpretation of the word "smash."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um And I, I think that's the best place to end is with Superman Smashes. There'll be there'll probably be other comics out throughout the year that are, haven't been announced yet. But if you keep an eye on the Geeky Brummy website, every Wednesday we pop up our picks of the week for New Comic Book Day.
2: And Keith, where do you cl- purchase most of your
1: fine comics I purchase most of my fine comics from Nostalgian Comics on the Small um, Book Kingsway yes and if you become a regular order you can make sure that your titles are saved for you every week and you can pick them up
3: he lives in a house a very big house somewhere in Birmingham where With he comics. St- stores <laughs> comics that he buys in 2019 Keith <laughs> thank you for your <laughs> list of comics Keith. <laughs>
2: Weird news. It's time for some weird news stories that I have found. Uh, and me hitting the microphone, just, just for a bit more, I think. Which one do we want? Do we want State Department cancels border security conference due to shutdown over border security?
3: No laughs mm. with that headline.
2: Mm. Cocaine in London River is making eels hyperactive.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a step up from the previous one.
2: Hotel sacks half-robot staff for being bad at their jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> Do we start with the eels? Hyperactive,
1: Hyperactive eels? Yes.
2: yes. So this is from foxnews.com. So we can't trust it. <laughs> it is from a real person called Jennifer Earl, and we have a picture. And we have a picture of a very wired uh, buzzed eel, apparently. Wasn't I mean, she the actress that played
4: Elizabeth Bennet in the... Best Pride and Prejudice version. <laughs> Possibly.
2: <laughs> Cocaine is causing some of eels in London's river, famous river tames to be hyperactive. New research by King's College London shows. A team of scientists at the university studied wastewater that was entering into the river from nearby sewers during storms and found trace of the drug within 24 hours of the overflow.
3: Okay, no, what happened here was they had a wild night out. Someone's like, oh, mate, I dropped my coke in the river. Uh, let's try and fish it out. Oh, should we test this water when we get back? That's what's happened.
2: Compared to other major cities, the level of cocaine entering London's water system, likely through users' urine, is much higher. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, no one is surprised. Good-
2: yeah. <laughs> Increase in caffeine, cocaine, and a metabolite. Weird. Something weird. Like
1: cough medicine.
2: You try saying that one, Laura. I have no clue how you say that word. I'm
4: not reading this. I'm like, where's the word? Um... <laughs> <I was> like,
2: <laughs> it's like it's it's caffeine cocaine and then something unpronounceable Well,
4: like benzo you've seen a lot of things yes yeah that doesn't even look like a proper word no no I,
5: i'm not even gonna try
2: it's that it's, one. it's it's a weird chemical form anyway yes uh we're found observed 24 hours after suva overflow events at king's college london researchers said in a paper detailing their findings London's water treatment plans are tasked with purifying the water, but major storms have reportedly overwhelmed the operations, allowing some sewage water to make its way into the river. Geliologist Geliologist (laughs) James Robson, a senior curator at Sea Life London, told the independent the addictive drug can have a similar impact on marine animals as it does on humans. Drugs which affect us will almost always affect all animal life and invertebrates a bit much more because their biochemistry is so much more sensitive. Everything in the water will be affected by the drugs like these. A lot of triggers in the ways that cocaine affects the system is really primal. The cocaine problem plaguing eels has already been discussed before. Researchers (laughs) at the University of (laughs) Naples, Federico II... Said the effects the drug had on eels back in ju- June 2018, publishing the results in the Science of Total Environment. Data shows the, the presence of illicit drugs and their metabolites in surface waters worldwide. Biologist Anna Capaldo, lead author, said at the time, "The group of biologists put eels in the water with the drug resi- residue and discovered it made them hyperactive and drastically changed their bodies."
5: Wait, they later uh, added eels. They laced the... some drugs
2: into the eels' water.
5: Okay.
3: Whoa, that—that—that's dodgy, man. That yeah. is like, you know, spiking all th- their yeah. drink.
2: All the main function of these animals could be altered, said Capaldo, explaining the change in the eels' muscles, hormones, and brain after cocaine exposure. I don't hear
3: what these nasty people are doing, right? Nasty.
5: Imagine going home, like after doing all of this, and just, you know, your partner asks you, "Oh, what you've been up to?" Oh, drugging eels. <laughs>
2: Eels and the Thames aren't as closely exposed to the drug as those in the twenty eighteen study, so it doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting high from the runoff. Robson jokes to the independent. You haven't got you haven't got a lot of disco dancing fish down the bottom of the Thames.
4: i was gonna say I'm more amazed that anything can live in the Thames. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I was hoping for a pun. That I'm disappointed in that statement.
2: They're having an eerily good time. Come on, guys. It's not hard work.
4: Oh, I found a YouTube video that tells us how to pronounce that word.
2: Do you? Shall we play that video?
4: It's 16 seconds long.
2: I think we can have time for that.
3: Keith hasn't provided Wi-Fi, so this is why it's taking a while.
4: Another establishment without Wi-Fi. I forgot to turn it on. Oh, it's mainly just that my phone is really crap and it's taken a while to load YouTube. You can basically
2: treat anything to about any degree of purity as long as just about how much money you want to put into the treatment process. Daniel Snow.
3: That's an appropriate name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the director of water sciences Enjoy of...
3: Like there
2: we go. Water nice. Sciences Laboratory. Oh. <laughs>
4: she's very excited.
2: <laughs> you can follow Jennifer Earle on Twitter as she's the SEO editor of Fox News and she is G E N E A R L Y speaking with no G at the end. E A what? Generally speaking. Okay,
4: nice. um, Jennifer Earle is also Elizabeth Bennett
3: from Fight she... and Prejudice. Laura, yeah. you mentioned something to us off air that you found on YouTube this week, which. Amused me greatly.
4: I did. Uh, do you remember Kinga from Big Brother?
3: Oh, how can we forget Kinga from Big Brother? What she does with wine bottles. Uh,
4: she has her own YouTube channel. Wow. Yep. Is she reviewing wine?
0: <laughs>
2: Doesn't everybody have their YouTube channel?
4: Uh, well, uh, she has some hard-hitting stories, like the time that she was robbed in KFC.
2: <laughs> what of a bargain bucket? Or just...
4: <laughs> She's a big fan of bargain buckets. Um... It's a whole story. I watched about three quarters of it. Uh, turns out some people failed or came in pretending that they were poor and had no money and the child tried to pickpocket her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you not know who I am? I am Kinga from the <laughs> Big Brother season whatever it was.
3: Is what? it? Is this the same as the amazing Brian Harvey YouTube channel where he goes off on conspiracy theory rants and would smash up a platinum disc in, uh, in an alleyway and then got told off by someone for doing it as a passerby and then he <laughs> probably picked it all up while still filming?
4: Oh, I was really hoping for a Brian Harvey ASMR eats a baked potato <laughs> <laughs> while rolling out of the car. It'd be amazing. <laughs>
2: Brian Harvey's YouTube. Videos are now basically him railing against the government for stealing his computers. (laughs) It's kind of like he's gone off the deep end quite significantly since the last E17 tour.
5: (sighs) I love it when celebrities just lose it like this.
3: (laughs) Didn't um, didn't
2: like Randy Quaid go
3: crazy as well?
4: Yeah, I thought
5: that.
3: What else has King been talking about?
2: Have you (laughs) subscribed? (laughs) Um, Did you like and share?
4: (laughs) I, and pressed the little bell so I could be notified when she... Join uh, so the,
5: the notification thing. squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: sadly, I was I was so amazed by the KFC story that I thought I should leave it there. I'm going to go home and watch this, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> Ready for the robot hotel staff news story? Yes. So this is from the independent... .ie, the Irish Independent News, uh, from the Asia-Pacific desk. Hotel sacks half its robot staff for being bad at their jobs.
3: Does the Porter have an Irish name?
2: It says just independent.ie news desk.
3: That's an Irish name. Yes. (laughs) It's quite Irish (laughs) because it's got
2: .ie at the end. (laughs) My name is Eilish (laughs) A high-tech hotel in Japan has been forced to lay off half its robot staff after they found they were more incompetent and created more work for humans. The robots were introduced partly as a novelty and partly to the need for human staff at the Ha-Na Hotel in a bid to make it the most efficient hotel in the world. There were robotic dancers in the lobby, dinosaur-shaped robot receptionists, and egg-shaped bots to act as assistants in guest rooms.
5: I think I know.
1: This I think hotel. I've seen this hotel. Yeah. Mostly
2: because of the dinosaur thing. Yes. The hotel started out with eighty robots, but quickly grew to more than two hundred and forty-three. The website promised excitement meets comfort, introducing the hate, state-of-the-art technology. <laughs> Ten Nah Hotel is the world's first hotel staffed by robots. Do you want to see a picture of the robots behind the reception desk?
4: Um, no, i They wouldn't. are
2: dressed as dino- they are dinosaurs wearing like reception uniforms.
4: I feel like I've seen this. What I want to know was any of the the dinosaur robots make the like towel models. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At the front desk, you will be greeted by multilingual robots that will help you check in or check out. At the cloakroom, a robotic arm will store, a robotic arm will store your luggage for you. Mechanic, yet somehow human, these fun moments with the robots will warm your heart. Furthermore, or once you register your face-to-face with our face recognition system, you will be hassle-free from carrying your room key around or worrying about losing it.
5: So this arm that comes out, it just sounds like it's just an arm that reaches from the wall and takes your stuff.
1: Haven't they laid off these robots off? So how, how, are, they, how are these people doing it?
2: <laughs> The hotel in Western Japan is located near a major theme park, so there's no major shortage of workers. But now more than half the robotic staff has been cut. Robotic concierges were unable to answer simple questions. The dinosaurs at check-in needed human help for many menial tasks. And the robotic dancers <laughs> kept on breaking down.
5: I'll tell you what the problem with the dinosaurs is. It's those tiny little arms. They can't reach the keyboard. <laughs> yeah.
3: well, it's going to be a surge in JSA applications, isn't it? <laughs>
2: The cheery or egg shaped robot in guest rooms was criticized for chiming in. Sorry, I couldn't catch that. Could you repeat your request? All night, apparently triggered by guest snoring. <laughs> Another guest said it tried to join in, in random conversations but then couldn't answer simple queries when it was needed. In a world where workers are increasingly worried about their jobs being automated, the lessons learned in the hotel offers some hope. Once the novelty of robotic workers fades it might be it seems that other humans still need to get the job done. When you actually use robots, you realise they are places that aren't needed or just annoy people," said hotel owner Hideo Sawada, speaking to the Wall Street Journal.
4: How have they not learnt this lesson from the Tesco self-service machines? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting a robotic park reboot with Steven Spielberg.
1: Unexpected guest in the foyer. Unex- <laughs> what, uh, they, what? They say they've if
2: twins check in. What happens oh, if God. twins check in with the facial recognition system and they're in the
3: rooms next to each other?
4: What if twins check in, one of them's having an affair? Well, I feel like this is a whole plot.
3: Well, don't all twins, one looks like Danny DeVito and one looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> so are okay.
1: This whole story leads with the robots laid off. Yes. So what I'd like to have been is in the all, all the exit interviews that all these robots had, <laughs> where they, their HR went, okay, so robot concierge. We're going to have to lay you off. So, what kind of, you know, what kind of career are you going to try and pursue now? So, are there all these low robots wandering downtown Japan, like Do looking think- for another I, job. I just
2: want the robot dinosaur receptionist to be in there screeching. <gasps> <gasps> I
4: I wanted to know what the performance management system was like before.
2: <laughs> I want to know why they've not watched Westworld, either the TV series <laughs> or the original 1970s film, and realised this might be a really bad idea, people.
3: Oh it's my favorite time. Uh, I've got 15 pounds. Who
4: wants 15 pounds? Nobody.
1: To buy a box and some rubber gloves <laughs> to rescue a pigeon.
4: Right. Is that how much it costs in Hill?
5: <laughs> That's just the box.
4: Don't
1: look at me. <laughs> I'm
3: going to I'm gonna be diplomatic here. So I'm going to do I'm going to pick one. I included me in it. I'm not any of the boobs. Alright, leave it to you because you're laughing the hardest. I'm <laughs> not. Right. I'll, I'll, this Should is just gently fade down his microphone. <laughs> this is a little bit inspired by me watching the new as a true detective. There was a situation, and I was discussing it uh, with Laura. And not that Laura. Yeah, we have. To, my partner is also called Laura. Um,
4: That's definitely not me. Called
3: Laura too. <laughs> um, so we were discussing this: what happened and what would we do in this situation I put forward. So the two detectives. So you're a detective. You're a detective. You know, you and your partner. Okay. You've, you've, you're telling, um, you know, husband and wife. I'm imagining
5: they, I have my drink problem and. Yeah.
3: So and husband, you, you you've got bad news. You know, you found you found one kid dead, other kid missing. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a happy you know, fifteen-pound story.
4: Presumably, the parents already knew that the kids were missing.
3: Yeah, they know, but they didn't. They, but Lee's got to break the news that like one of his kids dead. They found one dead. Yeah, one yeah. one snuffed it basically. So, you know, you've told them the story. They're both devastated. They're crying. You know, you've never seen a man cry so much. You know, he's literally a broken man. Like, you know, well, he's
5: literally falling apart in front of my He's falling apart.
3: So his so arms like just
5: falling <laughs> off, and <laughs> it's
2: like that
3: scene with Thanos <laughs> and the Infinity <laughs> Stone. He's just got a cube. Your partner, your partner. Say your partner in this situation is Keith. Okay. Keith suggests like let's calm the situation down. Everybody, you know, means to relax. Let's put some coffee on. Let's have a drink. Everybody's like, yes, yeah, that's, that's good. Let's have some coffee. But they're still upset. They're still crying. You know, they're still distraught. Mm-hmm. Um, you get made cup co- of co- coffee by say, say by the mark. Of the child,
4: is she not busy crying? Is Keith not making? They don't money? know how to
3: operate the coffee machines. You know, they're not. They're not. They're not and it's not their house. They don't want to. They don't want to get involved. You know. Also, I'm a highly
1: qualified detective who can't <laughs> make coffee.
3: Well, you you're a guest, <laughs> effectively You're telling coffee. them about this, but you are a you are a guest. So you're expecting them to make the coffee. You know. Also,
4: everybody knows you'd have a cup of tea in that situation.
3: Coffee's the only thing they got in the house. They've only really got a put on, put on Nescafe kicking around.
4: It's it's. I mean, I don't.
3: Or Lipton's.
5: I don't drink tea,
1: so... Yes. Um, are we getting be. biscuits?
3: No, you're not getting any biscuits, no. <sighs> What's the point? I don't want the coffee <laughs> then.
1: Why, is, why are we making a make coffee if we're not getting biscuits?
3: Anyway, do you calm the situation down? You're getting the coffee, right? It's, yes. it's on the cards, it's happening. So, they're both... Bear in mind how distraught they are. One of their children is still missing, and one is dead. And and never, have never days coming days. back. Dead, mm-hmm. gone. I've got no tea
5: bags, which got, is more important.
3: Yeah, got to have a funeral, you know, for this this, this child who is dead, mm-hmm. and you've had to break that news five minutes ago yes. before the coffee is being made.
5: I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm very much clear on the idea that okay. one child is dead, <laughs> and I've broken the news.
3: So, you like your coffee in a particular way? Two sugars, I believe, was the mm-hmm. the way Keith made the yes. coffee earlier today. They make you the coffee. It's crap. It's not a good coffee. And now let's face it, you're going to have to be up all night looking for their missing kid. Kid's missing. You've got a whole night ahead of you searching for their kid here. So you're expecting at least a decent cup of coffee. Because they're so distraught, for £15, would you be brave enough to say, look, this is not good enough, can I have another cup? No. Or would you drink it? Or would you you embrace the the horrible coffee? Or would you be brave enough to be like... You know, I'm doing the hard work for you. I'm putting the graft in here. I want at least a decent cup of coffee.
5: Even removing the monetary value from this, (laughs) just the moral quandary here, I am not enough of a dick to turn around (laughs) to them and be like, no. What's moral
2: quandary? There is no moral quandary. (laughs) It's it's drink it, take
1: it, and leave. Or just don't even drink it. Just leave it. Yeah,
5: sip it and then just just kind of leave it there and act as if I just kind of forgot it was there because I'm on the job. Kind of thing.
3: Okay, for an extra £3, so this is £18 on the table, would you subtly chuck it away, but knowing you still wanted a coffee, try and get your partner, Keith, to distract them whilst you (laughs) made yourself another coffee on the sly? No, because how can you make a coffee go- on the spot? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Excuse Even me, it. I'm just gonna slide out of the room subtly and just. <laughs> just say like
3: you're, you're searching go- the house for evidence. You got to find some clues. Like, right. look in, in this in pantry. The <laughs> searching in the kettle for evidence.
5: Guy, right, you yeah. do know that there's a there's a concept of. Once we leave the house, we can go get coffee somewhere else. But
3: that's, you're paying for that coffee, but it's like, for £15, pounds. if you just told her the coffee was rubbish, you could, like, have a good cup of coffee here, and you've got £15 pounds to buy more coffee.
4: Have you been buying coffee in Solihull again? <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, the, the takeaway from this is you watched New True Detective, mm-hmm. and you and your girlfriend spent how many hours... Discussing this quandary. I mean, about
3: ten minutes. So,
1: how is that your takeaway from a TV <laughs> series?
2: You've got Marsha Charlotte Ali, some of the best acting work, in possibly his career, and he's like, "Well, the coffee was pretty
3: rubbish." What would you do if the coffee was rubbish? I mean, like, a co- but a good cup of coffee gets you through the day, though, doesn't it? Like, when you get to work in the morning, really. Uh, the I'm coffee. sure American police detectives will put it with any coffee mm. or of any cot. Quality consistency. See, I'm a co- I like my coffee in a certain way, and I thought grieving, you? aside, you've got to make oh, whoa, it right. Whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa! Co- no, the coffee aficionado <laughs> is a man who gets his coffee from Greggs.
2: No Starbucks <laughs> filter. That's
3: not coffee. He shopped,
1: doesn't he? You've got coffee in Greg's. I'm sure of it.
3: So you, you keep. Last time you took the offer, or not taking the offer at the no, I wouldn't take you, the offer. You'd swallow, You'd enjoy the coffee to to not. Don't interfere yeah. the grief that they were suffering.
5: They, they lost a child. And I'm drinking crap coffee. You lost I think two sugars. <laughs> I think I know who's got it worse here.
3: But I, I mean, you're doing the work, but you are doing the work for these people. Like you are effectively working on their behalf. They could at least give you a good copper. Do you
5: know what I mean? I'm not working for them, guy. I work for the state <laughs> as a police officer.
4: <laughs> you take your role seriously. Yes, but I mean, you specifically
3: have said that I want two sugars.
5: But they're grieving. I can allow them to like make a coffee badly if they're grieving and <laughs> just... So if you if you there's no
2: monetary involved here. But if... would would you pull a face guy if they gave you rubbish coffee? But
3: yeah, you, oh yeah. If you have rubbish coffee, of course you go and a little bit like God like that. You do like little kind of like but ba- move your head backwards a little bit like like that. Of course you do if it's not made to your standard of coffee. You know.
4: Is it wrong that just to piss Guy off I'd take the 15 quid and go to Costa And bring back coffee for everyone
3: <laughs> <laughs> But you would have had to tell them that coffee's rubbish So they, they, you'll come back with coffee for everybody But they'll be annoyed at you See, What would be nice if
2: somebody pre-prepared and bought coffee
3: With them to break the news
1: how would they be annoyed with Laura?
3: Because she's complaining about the coffee. Because they're going be, oh, that detective. Okay, Lee's just but she's broke the news compiler.
1: to me. Lee's just broke the news to me that my, one of my children is dead. The other one is missing. Somebody said my coffee's not very good. I've made that coffee with tears in my eyes and I'm hardly able to see. Somebody else who's nice enough to go out and get a coffee from a shop has been well made. I'm not going to be annoyed. I'm going to be like yeah,
3: but yeah, but she can only have the fifteen pounds if she tells you the initial cup is rubbish.
4: I I tell them that there's probably lime scale in the kettle, <laughs> and I bring them back biscuits. Well, if this is
2: in the US, they're not going to have kettles. They'll have one of those coffee on the hob
1: things. They'll have a coffee machine,
5: or yeah, one of the K cup things that they've got over there as well. I oh, no, those are
1: bad coffees. I wouldn't yeah.
3: do that. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do if when when you said like, look, the coffee's not good, I'll come back with some others, and they turn around and uttered these words, "I'd rather you come back with my child." <laughs>
4: I'd be like, unless they're at the costas <laughs>
5: <laughs> There's the plot twist. <laughs>
2: Maybe they're working there. They're in
3: enslaved place for coffee. Megalomaniac giant company. Well, there we have it then. So the £15 is still on the table for next time then. Lee would drink the coffee. I didn't say I would drink the coffee. You just wouldn't <laughs> would
1: say you, it was bad. Where would bad. you
3: dispose of it if you had to? I would just leave it. I just wouldn't drink. it. Yeah, but then r- they'll know that they made rubbish coffee, so they'll know. But that, I'm also a
5: cop on the job. But they'll know that they've got a
3: dead child, a missing child, and they're crap at making coffee. <laughs> like that <laughs> is free blows. So, like, that is a triple.
1: One. So if he liked the coffee, he'd be quite happy for him to go. Right, I've told you all about your kid, right? So. I have finished By the way, coffee.
2: fantastic brew. Yeah. Yeah. Just,
1: just be it. Just, I'm just going to finish my cup. Any, can I have another one? If it was nice, would you just expect the cup then you, to sit there and go, Do you, have a, going?
3: Are you, do you have a to go cup for me? <laughs>
4: Wouldn't you just offer to take your cup to the sink where you could just like quickly pour it away?
3: What if he's observing you next? To, he's right next to you observing you have the coffee, like, and he says like, "Oh, it's a good cup." Isn't it, it, mate? I mean, it's Two
1: minutes coffee... ago, they were crying their eyes out. It's like suddenly they're now equalized. Okay, maybe he's a
4: barista. Can we these these parents because they sound like suspects. <laughs>
2: Thank you for your fifteen pound question,
5: guy. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you for joining us on the Geeky Rummy Podcast this week. Lee, where we can we find? Can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at the Cheap Ferret, and you can find me on YouTube at Bob the
2: Laura, where can we find you online?
4: Uh, you can find me at Full to the Brum on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or Laura Craven on Twitter.
2: Keith, where can we find you online?
1: On Twitter, it's hardluck underscore hotel, and then all the rest of the places, it's without the underscore.
3: Guy, where can we find you online? Uh, Twitter, it's at uh, screen... No, no, sorry. It's it's at guy underscore Halford, a vinyl guy H on Instagram.
2: Uh, Do we need to do our little tugger update?
3: Oh, yeah, when's he back? (laughs) Uh,
2: Rumours are that he's been found in the wilderness, running around tugging things. (coughs) And it's kind of like we've we've sent out capture teams at the minute. They've got big nets. They are chasing him down. It's it's a bit like that episode of Father Ted where Father Jack goes feral. <laughs> so little Tugger is running around. I mean, hashtag pray for little Tugger at the minute. So just keep an eye on Twitter.
3: I mean, our detectives haven't done very well because they're too busy complaining about the coffee. <laughs>
2: They're currently stood in a queueing Greg's in front of the guy <laughs> looking for a coffee. Are but they also keep...
4: looking for a vegan sausage roll? <laughs> yes.
2: But keep an eye out for hashtag for Little Tugger. You can find me...
3: Oh, i crying about Wi-Fi, baby.
2: <laughs> ...at Ryan Parrish on Twitter. And you can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, dot com, and at YouTube at Geeky Brummy.
3: It's the best place to find out all the latest film news.
2: Find out what Guy hates double
3: albums. Exactly, all the latest film news.
2: <laughs> find out what Keith's comic of the week is. All the
3: latest film news.
2: Find out what games Lee has been looking at this mm. week.
3: All the latest film news.
2: <laughs> and you can find links to previous podcasts and all our YouTube stuff on there as well. And all the latest film
3: news.
2: And maybe occasionally some film news. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, bye everybody. Bye.
1: Bye. bye.
5: Thank you for joining us on the Geeky Remy podcast this week. Lee, where we can find
2: can we find you online?
5: You can find me on Twitter at the Cheap Ferret and you can find me on YouTube at Bob the Pet Ferret.
2: Laura, where can we find you online?
4: Uh, you can find me at Full to the Brum on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook or Laura Craven on Twitter. Keith,
2: where can we find you online?
1: On Twitter it's Hardluck Underscore Hotel, and then all the rest of the places it's without the underscore.
3: Guy, where can we find you online? Uh, Twitter, it's at uh, screen. No, no, sorry, it's uh, um, it's at guy underscore halford. Final uh, guy h on Instagram.
2: Uh, do we need to do our little tugger update?
3: Oh yeah, when's he back? <laughs> uh,
2: Rumours are that he's been found in the wilderness, running around tugging things, <laughs> and it's kind of like we've we've sent out capture teams at the minute. They've got big nets. They are chasing him down. It's, it's a bit like that episode of Father Ted where Father Jack goes feral. <laughs> so Little Tugger is running around. I mean, hashtag pray for Little Tugger at the minute. So just keep an eye on Twitter.
3: I mean, our detectives haven't done very well because they're too busy complaining about the coffee. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're currently stood in a queue in Greg's in front of the guy <laughs> looking for a coffee. And they're also keep...
4: looking for a vegan sausage roll. <laughs> yes.
2: But keep an eye out for hashtag for Little Tugger. You can find me.
3: Oh, I'm crying about Wi-Fi,
2: baby. <laughs> <laughs> at Ryan Parish on Twitter. And you can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, geekybrimmy.com and at YouTube at Geeky Brummy. It's
3: the best place to find out all the latest film news.
2: Find out what Guy hates double albums.
3: Exactly, all the latest film news.
2: <laughs> find out what Keith's comic of the week is. All
3: the latest film news.
2: Find out what Games Lee has been looking at this mm-hmm. week.
3: All the latest film news. <laughs>
2: And you can find links to previous podcasts and all our YouTube stuff on there as well.
3: And all the latest film news.
2: And maybe occasionally some film news. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, bye everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: bye.